106.9. Welcome to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. Every hour this morning, as a matter of fact, every day leading up until uh, the 23rd there, through the 23rd, I should say, $50 gift cards up for grabs this morning starting at 6 a.m., eight pack of tickets to the Canton Charge. Now, here's the deal. They're vouchers, and you can use them for any charge game you would like. But this Friday's Cavs night. Gates open at uh, 5.30. You're going to be able to uh, get your picture taken with the trophy. Cavaliers girls will be on uh, on hand. Ahmad Crump will be there. He'll also be on the program Friday morning. 9 o'clock, we'll have him on. First 2,500 fans receive a black Cavs and uh, Chad, uh, or I'm sorry, charged uh, T-shirt. Hashtag charge up there. And uh, there's also going to be a bunch of Cavaliers legends as well, including Mr. Austin Carr, Mr. Cavaliers. Is that himself. right? Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of them. I think doors open early so people can start getting autographs. That'll be going on in the McKinley room. And oh, dude, nice. it's, it's it's always a good night on Cavs night, but you throw Mr. Cavalier himself in there, and I can't wait, man. Tickets, eight bucks, cantoncharge.com or at the Civic Center box office there. Okay, uh, welcome to the program. Fourth day there, Thursday. And uh, it's uh, bitter cold out there. There may be some school delays and that kind of stuff. Keep up to date at WRQK.com. Now, um, you've heard us talk about this in previous months, but uh, I-, I have to start the show in what is going to be in an uncomfortable manner. So I came in to work this morning, and uh, Fantone and I, who I'm joined by, uh, obviously, uh, we, uh, we were having a great morning, right? And uh, we were getting along, and we were uh, you know, getting things prepared and kind of going back and forth. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, let's do this here. Let's do this there. And all that. And everything was going great. And then I read my corporate email. And I looked right across the board. And I said, have you read your corporate email yet? He said, no. He's like, I've been in my personal account. I haven't been to like, my corporate account. I said, well, don't do it. Because I've just read something. I was like, and you and I are going to have to go to war. We're going to battle first breakout. Because if we don't do it now, it's just going to hang over the whole program. And it's going to just, it's going to dampen the mood. And I just, and, and well, I can't have it. Usually when something like this happens, I know when I've done wrong. I do. Like I'm not I'm not oblivious to 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 how I act and what I do, but I have zero clue what you're I talking think, about. Well, right because now, I man. think this was calculated and I think you were you don't you don't want to admit that what you did was wrong. But I feel okay. as if and maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like you have worked against me, and this was a coerced effort. What? And honestly, I, I, as a guy who spent the last couple of weeks talking about how you and I are in meetings, and I can kind of figure out now, like right. we, we're, we're communicating, and we're right. building good rhythm, and we got good chemistry, we're building the best show ever, and things are great. And I feel like you sold me right down the river, and I'm uncomfortable about it. What are we talking? About? So I open up my corporate email, okay, and I've bitched about this now a couple of times in a row because I was like, how is this not possible? But we just got the email again. From the like the big boss, like our boss's boss, employees of the month, Matt Fantone. <laughs> Mornings, WRQK, Akron Can is one of the for November. You were one of the employees of the month. I now here's the thing. I want you to understand. I'm not saying that you should not be credited with employee of the month. Right. Right. You do a good job. You're fantastic at what you do. Thank you. Okay? I believe, and I said to write to the boss in front of you yesterday that you're underpaid, and, I've, and I even offered a way for them to find a way to pay you more money. Right? You and I, I'm a dude, we're in. I'm in on you. Okay? But that's, I've been up on my <laughs> screaming, doing the thing, and like every day I'm in here, and like, what? Like, what? I'm, I'm sorry, what? 
I don't, I don't, I don't know where this came from. I, I, the, the way the employee of the month thing works, and it's there's a little ballot box outside of the HR lady. She's sitting there, and she's got and like, you stuff the damn ballot box. Really very WMMS of you. Are you very? Are you going to accuse me of sitting there and writing Matt Fantone, Matt Fantone, Matt Fantone, and shoving them all? Dude, in I've there? known you three years. That is absolutely <laughs> not behind you. Either that, or your mom came here to pick something up, and she swung by and did it. Was your girlfriend like roaming the hallway last Sunday? What happened? I uh, I do I make I make an. Did effort. you guys did did you and the boss get together to do this so I would like freak out and get mad about it? No, not that I'm aware of. I wasn't included in that. Could I see our boss doing that? Yes, for sure. I could see him. I could see him going in there because he's probably the person responsible for picking the name out every month and like approving it. Of course he is. He doesn't let anybody do anything. I'm surprised you're allowed to go to the bathroom without him. I can see his chubby little Jimmy Dean sausage fingers going up in that box, pulling one name out and being like, you know what? I'm messing with Stansbury. I'm just going to say it's Fantone. I could totally see him doing that. So, dude, this wasn't me. This wasn't like my fault. I don't even know what I did in the month of November to deserve this. I would say, if anything, November was kind of a bad month for me, dude. I probably didn't do anything in here. If it- I'm beside myself, dude. I'm beside myself. I don't understand how this happened. I don't understand how this happened. Like, that's the kind of... I don't... I mean... (laughs) Right? Like, what did you... I, I just need to know what it is that you had done that I did not do. I'm trying to think of if there was anything that I did special for anyone. Like the answer's the no. What leave early? Is that what, <laughs> is that what it is? I'm trying to think. Did I like help out one of the salespeople with something? No, or did dude, I... tell me all their names. <laughs> you know I mean? Exactly. Did I help all the salespeople out? Tell me their names. There's got to be something I did to like to help somebody. I just can't think of what it was in November. I would say if anything, November was kind of a tough month in this building. Where a lot. I don't of- think this is about you at all. And of course, I think it's all about Stand- me. I think it's about me. And I think, you know what it is? I think people are like, you know what? He's loudmouthed. He bitches. He always complains he's not employee of the month. Wait till we hear this. Oh, you want to yell at us about employee of the month? Watch, you know, watch this. I'm going to have a coronary in here. I make a point every month to fill out one of those employee of the month sheets. I do. What? I do. I do. Because she always sends out an email about it and said, hey, you know, it's the last week of the month and you still have time to get your vote in for employee you of the month. goddamn traitor. Now listen. listen. You traitor. Benedict. I make sure. What are other traitors? Judas. <laughs> Tweet me, Dave. There it is. Judas, give me more. I need more. Tweet me names. I, 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 I make Sammy sure. Sammy the Bull. Give me some. <laughs> there are some other ones. I make sure to do it every month, but I would never, number one, put myself in there. And number two, I would never vote for you because I feel like essentially that's voting for myself. I feel like, you know, at that point, it's, it, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It feels like a conflict of interest to me. So I put somebody in there every month, every month, but never would I put myself in there, dude. I'm not, I'm not that kind. Kind of person. I don't. I, November is. I don't get it because, like, we didn't even do long haul until December, right? I mean, you do plenty of stuff away from the radio station. I mean, but dude, the, they don't know about that. No, it's not like they listen to the show. Nobody or like, in this building listens to this show. So it's not like they would know any of that stuff. Or they, I don't have a personal relationship with any of them. Like anybody outside of you, you pride yourself in not having <laughs> business relationships with anybody in this building. He dude, he brags about it to me every day. I'm always like, dude, I don't know why you're talking to that person. I don't even know their name. What are you doing talking to them? It's a terrible decision. The amount of times Phantom says to me during the week, who is that? Who is that? Dude. Is that a new employee? And no. Dan's like, no. 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 That was employee of the month last month. <laughs>
I, I'm telling you, I don't know what to make of this. Because honestly, what kind of boss, dude, like, how Trump is this? Like, this is who our, right? This is who our boss is. Ah, just toy with him. Just mess with him. Watch me. Dude, like, I didn't read the whole thing yet, but right. you sent me an email speaking of Trump. Right. I, I'm not done with employee of the month. We're going to do the, I mean, dude, I mean, uh, no, a couple of times throughout the program. I mean, yeah, we're, this isn't one and done. I didn't read the whole article yet, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be guilty of being like a fat American without all the info right here. Read the headline, gotta be true. <laughs> but Fantone sent me an article that says apparently this meeting that Trump had with like, uh, like all these tech companies, which apparently he kept Twitter out of because of a beef. <laughs> really? Because they wouldn't, I think it was like, they wouldn't like give an official hashtag to Crooked Hillary during like the election. <laughs> so really? he kept Twitter out of the meeting. Yeah, for real. I read that yesterday. But apparently you sent me a, a, like another story about the same meeting that says, and I haven't gotten into it yet, but I, I was just interested. Maybe you had. Um, that says, everybody in this meeting must like me a little bit. And I, I like, who does that sound like to you? Sounds like our boss, dude. Right? Our boss is the most Trump-esque person on the face of the planet. Ever. Except for the fact that all of his politics are on the left-hand side. Because he wants to look like a good person. Dude, you shouldn't. Because he wants to look (laughs) like a good person. say that. Our boss is a terrible person. Deep down inside, you know how most people are like, oh, well, if you just get to know him. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's employee of the month material (laughs) right there? That? Are you kidding me? He's he's almost the opposite of Stansberry in the sense of Stansberry, very gruff exterior, but once you get down into it, it's nicest just, guy ever. Oh, you know, a, a warm, creamy nougat center. Yeah, make me cry middle. first thing in the morning. Our boss, the exact opposite in the sense of like on the outside, he seems like a decent person. Well, he he's seems de- like he cares. He's definitely soft on the but, outside, yeah. but just a black heart beating oil in his in his chest, dude. There is no love in that man, and I bet you, dude. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now, he loaded that ballot box. He stuffed my name in there. He knew this was going to cause a mutiny amongst the Sandsbury show. And look at us now. He is very Trump-like. He is, dude. He is very Trump-like. He plays those cards well. Like when, Also, like I read that, right? I was like, you know, Trump says, you know, everybody in this meeting must like me a little. Now, again, I haven't read the whole thing yet. But just, the, you know, the, the headline of that made me laugh. And I was like, you know who that sounds like to me? And I can't believe more people don't make this analogy with Donald Trump. You know, everybody says, well, you know, he's kind of this, and he's like this president, he's this president. To me, he's the Michael Scott president, right? Like, isn't he Michael Scott? Isn't that who Trump is? I can't believe more people don't make that analogy. I like how it's it's comparisons between Hitler and Michael Scott. That's that's, that's who Trump is. You can America, man. America. <laughs> Colors not running. All kind of stuff. All right. Do I get anything for Employee of the Month? Is this something that I, I get an award for? An ass chewing <laughs> is what you're going to get for winning Employee of the Month. All right. We do have an eight-pack of tickets for the can charge. They're vouchers. Use them whenever you want. However, this Friday is Cavs night. A bunch you're- of uh, you know, Cavs legends are going to be there. Trophy going to be there. All kinds of stuff. You're getting free T-shirts and that kind of stuff. I would use them then. 1-800-243-7625 is the number. We'll actually take caller 15 on those. And as a matter of fact, uh, we, we there's been a lot of speculation. Phantom's been one of the biggest speculators of what LeBron will do when he's done playing. We now know for sure what he won't be doing when he's done playing. We'll let you uh, take a listen to that next on the Stansbury Show. Six nine. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Twitter is going off, Phantom, about you winning Employee of the Month. There's now, you know, back, you know, pictures of you, uh, you and the championship belt being tweeted nice. out. Nice. Dustin says maybe you're going to get employee of the year, Stansbury. I doubt it. Doubt it. Doubt it. 
I uh, I don't want to throw my mom under the bus because I don't think she came down here and loaded up the box. I know she did. But she sent me a text message. Matthew, I am so proud of you. You deserve this. For what? I was like, for what did I do? For being tall and stoned <laughs> in the morning? That's, that's really? You're proud? Don tweets in says, congratulations, uh, tall guy on the employee of the month. Uh, Stansbury, your day is coming. Here's the thing. I don't want it now. No, I know. It's like it's forever tarnished. It is. It'll feel, honestly, it, it, dude, at this point, it'll feel like a participation trophy, and I'm going to get mad. I'm going to throw whatever. It is. You know, Fanto says, he's like, do I get anything for employee of the month? And I was like, I think you're supposed to get a gift card, but I know our boss, and he'll just Facebook Live himself using the gift card he was supposed to give you. That's what will happen with there. Employee of the Month, it's like one of... Uh, I don't know like, how you did this. I don't know how you pulled this off. Amy th- on Twitter seems to think you're a traitor. She said you're a traitor. It's like uh, for you, I would assume, at this point. You know when one of your buddies bangs a chick that you've been trying to bang dude, forever? Don't, oh, dude, he's already feeling down. Make a, <laughs> let's make it an analogy where it's worse. But no matter how hot she is, there's no like getting over that hurdle of like, ah, oh, dude, one of my buddies already did this. So, yeah, essentially, banging the Employee of the Month award, Matt Fantone. You don't even realize the amount of salt you just poured in an actual wound, do you? You don't. Man. You're not my employee of the month. I'll tell you that. I would have voted for anybody but you. 720 this morning. We'll get you hooked up with a $50 gift card. Good for out at uh, High Voltage Indoor Carding out there in Medina. Always a good time there, Absolutely, dude. Those carts are fast. We did did an old event out there. We did the Sandsbury Show Cup out there. It was awesome. Especially with uh, winter break coming up and your kids. Dad, I don't want anything to do. Dad, this sucks. Dad, you just bought me an Xbox 4 and I'm bored with it now. (laughs) Give me something better. Well, high voltage indoor carding, that's the answer. Yeah, high voltage uh, carding.com, high voltage carding with a K.com there. All right, so uh, you are employee of the month. I can't get past it. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm blinded by it. I really am. Uh, it, it's going to get brought up, you know, a few more times throughout the program. So you said a while ago that you believe LeBron James, when he's done playing, will end up owning the Cavaliers. Correct. Now, since you have said that, many people in the media now are stepping out willing to bravely say that. And you were really early on that. You really were. And at first, I kind of thought you were nuts, but now the more you watch LeBron, it's like, okay, yeah, maybe that's what he is gearing himself up to do. Uh, Number one, he has the finances to do something like that, where most NBA basketball players, even Kevin Love with a $100 million plus contract, that's not ownership money. LeBron LeBron James has owner money. You know what I mean? Or he will have owner money when this is all said and done. I mean, he's pretty damn close to it right now. Uh, number two, uh, I really do feel like that that is one of the ways that he can continue to chase the ghost of Michael Jordan. I feel like on the court, no matter what he does, and obviously being the first player to hit 27,000 points, 7,000 rebounds, and 7,000 assists, people are still going, so as good as MJ. MJ didn't lose in the finals, that's so as good as MJ. And I don't know if he's ever going to be able to jump that hurdle on the court. So a way for him to do that, a way for him to chase that ghost is going to be through some sort of of either ownership or running a team or president of basketball operations where Jordan has failed at that. LeBron, I was going to say it's not going to be that hard to out executive Michael Jordan in basketball so far, the, the, thus far. I mean, you never know. Two, three years, Michael could turn around, win a championship. Who knows? But there's been a lot of speculation about what LeBron will do when he's done playing. Coach uh, of the Memphis Grizzlies, David, uh, I'm sorry, is this Fizdale? Fizdale, David Fizdale. He knows for sure what LeBron won't be doing when he's done. Could you ever imagine LeBron being a coach himself? No. 
he would kill somebody. <laughs> perfection is like, uh, you know, he, he wants perfection, you know. And I could see him actually owning his own team. See, there it is. Something like that. But I think he would end up killing a player at some point <laughs> uh, because it wouldn't live up to the expectations uh, uh, that he would set forth. But, uh, you know, like I said, just, just as a mentor or a guy that's just going to groom players, and I mean, it's, I, I don't know if you'll ever find anyone better than he is. All right, now I uh, I heard a theory being spun around, you know, uh, yesterday about this, and the theory was is that great players, legendary players, don't make great coaches because you patience is part of it, and you are expecting other guys. You like you're looking at your players saying, "Just do what I did," and right. they don't have the ability to right. do what you, what you did, and so that great legendary players. Aren't great coaches, and I guess I, you know, they made, uh, you know, somebody was saying in baseball this happens all the time, where average players end up being fantastic managers because of the passion for the game, they understand the game, they just maybe not had all the physical skills to be a great player. So I could see that, and I don't for what I'll say this for what LeBron's options are going to be when he's done playing. I don't. I think a coach would, not that it's not a great job, it's almost. I think it would be a waste on some level. Um, I don't know if he would view it as such. I think that would he would view it as, you know, another avenue for number one to collect some rings to kind of like, hey, I can okay. I can I can further right. this cause. I didn't think of that. And I, I, I think, you know, LeBron obviously prides himself on being one of the most physically dominating athletes on the face of the planet. We talked about it I think two months ago where he spends over a million dollars a year just on his body. I think I honestly I think LeBron and I could be wrong, but my uh, my opinion would be I think LeBron's thinking about it like this. First former player, owner, complete owner, African-American owner to win a title as that. I think that's his goal is to beat Michael at that versus coaching. They caught up with LeBron and asked him about what David Fizdale had to say, and uh, here's LeBron's response to that. Fizz said he can't see you as a coach because you'd kill somebody. Too much of a perfectionist. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he's a little right. <laughs> I got some to it. I don't have my patience. It's not. You got to be very patient as a coach. I don't think I have that much patience. Not not that much. You guys are pretty tight. What? So I. Uh... I think the reason he goes for it is, like I was saying, he knows he's a dominating player. He knows he's a, a, a physical specimen. But I think more than priding himself in being such a great physical basketball player, I think he prides himself more so in being a great intelligent basketball player. Yeah, he does. And that's why he passes the ball so much. And that's why he gets off on 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 getting dudes like shump points. And that's why he 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 you know has hit seven thousand assists from the power forward position. Uh, is just that is that he's able to you know he's able to play all five spots. He's able to see the court in a different way. He's able to do things that a vast majority of NBA players aren't able to do, and that's why I, su- I could see him doing this. I'm surprised that he hasn't had more of a problem because of that, though. Because, again, he himself, LeBron James, is talking about patience, patience, how he doesn't have, he has it, but not that much, not to be a coach and this and that. But I would think that because of that, because of the fact that he wouldn't have the patience to be a great coach, that that doesn't limit him on the court because of, dude, I'm not passing the ball to this guy. He can't deliver the way I need him to. Like, so like to not have the patience and yet to be a selfless player at the same time is, 
I don't know. It's 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 remarkable to me, actually. I, I think the I think I guess kind of the the point to be made here, and why I think this would work really well, and why I think LeBron would totally be able to do this, is the argument that everyone has made against him for years now is that he's the one coaching. I mean, remember last year? I think it was during the playoffs. I mean, he, that has been the knock on on the, the Cavs organization as a whole is they just let him run it. Th- th- there was a point where he told Ty Lue, like, no, this is the play that we're running. You know what I mean? And like, I I don't understand how how if he's able to do it essentially as player coach. Why wouldn't he just be able to do it as coach? Jackie Moon style, dude. Player, coach, owner, get him out there. Flip you know topics. what's weird? It's weird how how the fan bases view different sports, right? Like LeBron says, no, we're going to run this play. Isn't that the, just the same thing as Andrew Luck going to the line and changing the play because he recognizes what the defense is and says, I'm going to call an audible here? I always say this, that everyone knocks professional athletes like they're still playing seventh grade football. Everyone thinks like, oh, the coach told me the play and I got to go up there and listen to the coach. It's not what NBA coaches do. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the, it, 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 that's that's just not the same thing. We all view it as like, well, here's how I played football or here's how it was on my basketball team. And dude, these are professional athletes. These are like the upper echelon of people at this athletic event. So I don't understand. I mean, it's 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 a different thing than what what we all kind of view it as. Is that right? I think so. Okay. I, I mean, I so. you know, I don't know. I've never been inside an NBA locker room, but it just seems to me like I would be one of those people too who would like, what do you mean LeBron decides to play? And then I thought about it. I was like, well, isn't that just audibling at the line because you recognize something? I don't know. I, you know, maybe it's different. Maybe it's the same. I, you know, I, like I said, I don't know enough about basketball to know. Cavaliers played without the big three last night, going up against the Memphis Grizzlies. Only lost by eight. Now, listen, dude, we can talk all day of like, dude, well, should they have been there? Should they have not they been there? They should have traveled. But nonetheless, they should, you should travel. I can't believe they only lost by eight without the three. My buddy you know. came over last night. My buddy stopped over last night real quick, and he was furious at you and I both yesterday. He's like, I can't believe you were you, you were saying. He's like, if you're healthy, you need to play. He's like, he's like, don't give me this. He's like, yeah, there's back to back games. He's like. Sometimes you play once in a week. He was like, I, I, he's like, I don't want to hear this out of these guys. He's like, they're overpaid crybabies. He's like, what is the matter with you? He's like, I can't believe you're not furious about this. Stop watching sports. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I heard Chris Broussard say yesterday, maybe in the collective bargaining agreement, you say, you know what, no more back-to-backs. And I was like, okay, you can maybe get me there. And like I said, I understand resting players because I understand, you know, being smart and winning championships. But get on the goddamn plane and go. I, I didn't like the fact that they didn't travel to Memphis. There, there it is. Uh, you and I are both residents of uh, downtown Canton, Ohio, mm-hmm. and there's good news coming for Can- uh, for downtown, and I'll give it to you next on the Stansbury Show. <laughs> Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, uh, Rock 106.9. I was just informed by a uh, member of our sister station that Canton City Schools have officially closed. You're closed down. So uh, more school closings are, I'm sure, going to happen. You can stay up to date, WRQK.com. I know Alliance got shut down as well Oh, is recently. that right? I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. And- Listen, obviously this is a decision that, you know, doesn't come lightly, I guess, when it comes to shutting down, you know, multiple schools. But why the hell didn't they do this last night? Like, you knew it was going to be cold. You knew that this was going to be, like, frigid-ass temperatures. At least you could have let the parents know last night. Right now it's 9 degrees. And and, and, and then they could have made plans. Can you imagine being a parent right now? You wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, you're getting the, the booger eaters ready for school, and then it's like, oh, damn, I got to watch you now. It's got to be frustrating. Well, with work and what do you right, do and right. who watches them and now your boss is mad at you and then the guy like on the radio is going to yell because you're not at work. <laughs> he tells me if I don't work 23 out of 24 hours a day that I don't deserve the money I have. I don't know who he thinks he is. He sits in that warm studio and just screams about people not working hard enough while he's sitting down. <laughs> Kansas City schools are closed. Alliance, too, according to Employee of the Month over there. 
Fantone, have you haven't heard? That's not a joke. He, they actually gave him Employee of the Month for November. I'm not letting it go. Not at all. It's not going to happen. I'm going to harp on it like it's a, an award that matters. <laughs> Jay White thinks, honestly, that you're going to win it twice before I get it. <laughs> He's starting the hashtag on Twitter. Hashtag not my employee of the month there. <laughs> Jay White demands a recount. I love <laughs> He's going I, Hillary style. I want a recount. Oh, is this the Democrats getting their win? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You dicks. Yeah, there it is. Dude, that's exactly what it is. Well, Hillary lost. We'll give it to fans. Fair trade, there. honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just joking. All right. Uh This show's been on the air. It's coming up on like 3 years, yeah. right? And uh, Fantone's lived here. You actually, well, you know, you worked at another Canton radio station before. You've lived downtown now how long? Almost five years, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, I was going to say, coming up on five. Okay. I've been down there almost like two and a half years now, three years, whatever. Wow, five? Oh, dude, I'm coming up on five years in Canton. Uh, wow. Yeah, right? And I have said, f- since moving down here, that I think people have an irrational fear of downtown. I like. I, I understand that before I was here ten years ago. Apparently, it was like gangland, and there was a lot. You know what I mean? There was a lot of danger there. Right. Okay. Right. I don't see that now, and I have kind of told people like people still to this day look at me cross-eyed when they meet me and they say, "Where are you living?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no, south side of downtown." They're like, "I mean, what?" I think we got in at the right time. You know what I'm saying? I think. I, I think we <laughs> did. Got, I do something right. <laughs> I think we got in when 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 Canton downtown Canton really was going through its revitalization, and and we've kind of been able to avoid a lot of the uh, you know the the stereotype of like, dude, it's dangerous. And Fantone and I have downtown blocked in. He's at one end, I'm at the other end, which is actually a perfect metaphor for the program. Right. You know what I mean? But we do. We kind of got downtown blocked in. And we kind of always say to people, I don't know what you're afraid of. You need to get rid of this irrational fear that you have of downtown. It's no more dangerous than anywhere else. Right. It, it, like, I have, I've never encountered anything really where I was like, oh, I don't feel safe right now. Especially when you're in, like, the downtown district. When you're in the arts district, I mean, when it's just like, oh, hey, there's Buzzman. You're going to be fine. You know, if you start going off into neighborhoods, then, but then you're getting out of downtown. You're getting right. into the neighborhood, so you can't, you can't, you can't put the sins of Shore Block on the arts district. You just can't. So, part of what the city has done this season to encourage people to get downtown. This started back in November 26th for Small Business Saturday or whatever. But they're going to continue throughout the new year. Mm-hmm. Is I don't know if people knew about this, but Canton City uh, Police are like beefing up patrols downtown. Nice and. From a quote here, and I believe uh, Fantone found this at the Canton Rep. In in a sense, it, it is a proactive policing to make sure that people are safe and feel safe downtown. But it's not a reaction to anything specific. That was uh, Lieutenant John Gabbard, who leads the department's priorities bureau. He says downtown in late summer, a gallery owner did report being like robbed and beaten a little right. bit. He's like, but that is, he said, that's not indicative of the area overall. He's like, with the you know, with the Onesto lofts now and the Bliss Tower apartments coming. He's like, downtown is a growing residential area. It says large crowds gather now for, you know, you know, first Fridays and for because of Dora, the outdoor drinking thing now. He they say the cops have said the city is not a high crime area. But they're going to use the tactics that they use in high crime areas even now, which is they're going to beef up foot patrols. They're going to be out there. You're going to see a lot of cops. And I think it's to combat this negative image that people have of downtown. Like, I meet, routinely meet people who live here. And I'm not knocking you, but I do, I'll do. i meet people and they're like, oh, God, I haven't been downtown in like five years. What? Because, I mean, this isn't, 
It's not Los Angeles is my point. Like, I understand. I'll be like, dude, if you live in like a suburb of L.A., you're like, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not going down there. But like, I mean, guys, we're not. I mean, it's not like a huge city, right? I mean, how do you avoid the downtown of it for that long? Well, you know, and I guess I guess the, 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 the counter to that would be like, well, whether it's a big city or not, if I get, you know, mugged, then it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Okay. Like if, if, All if, right. If, when, I hear you. And I mean, you know, he mentions there was the uh, business owner that, that, that got beaten up outside of his business. Like, I think it was a month or two after that, there was a woman that got, you know, assaulted and gang raped and there was, you know, she got robbed and all these things. But like those things are going to happen, whether they happen in downtown Canton or they happen in Jackson or they happen in Green or they happen in, in wherever, those things are going to happen. Welcome, it welcome to the heroin era, people. Well, and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make that place, you know, any less safe than any other no. until you can point to evidence of like, no, this is a high crime area, which you know, police are are, are are countering that. Do you have a parking garage where you live? No, we have like a parking lot and it's kind of like fenced in. It's not a garage. It's it's fenced Okay, in. how long have you lived there? Uh I park on the street and I've lived there for over a year. Now. Okay, well, so knock on wood, because I don't want to have anything right. bad happen to the newly crowned employee of the month, <laughs> but car's never been broken into, right? Never been broken into. I okay. used to live on Rex, which is a notoriously dangerous street in Canton. Yeah, Hooker and Alley. I, and I currently live on Shorb, and I have never had any problems. And this kid gives money to other people. <laughs> Employee of the month. Okay, I get it. I, 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 I maybe get it. My point being is, dude, I live downtown. You live downtown. It's been a few years. My, my apartment's never been broken right. into. My car's never been broken right. into. Guys, I lived in Lakewood. I lived in downtown Cleveland. Stuff like that happened all the time. Tremont, dear God. That stuff happened all the time. There's nothing to fear about downtown. So I like this initiative out of the Canton Police because, dude, there's a lot of cool stores. There's good restaurants. There's good stuff. And, dude, a, a thriving downtown will mean a thriving city, in my opinion. Oh, it's one of the most important parts of this, you know, hey, it's a new era in Canton, Ohio. I mean, you, you look at the big things that are happening up at the Pro Football Hall of Fame and everything that that encompasses. Another huge part of that is what's going on downtown. And, and you know, you really do have to give a lot of credit, um, you know, to Canton Police Department for the officers who have kind of taken a personal yeah. responsibility in this concept of community policing. They've done, obviously, fantastic work. And you're right that if you're not coming downtown, dude, you are missing out on some of the best stuff of Canton, Ohio. I mean, Canton. Midget wrestling. Canton Charge is down there. Buzzman is down there. George's is down there. Basil is down there. Arrowhead is down there. All these different things that really do make Canton special. That weird bookstore that sells paperback books and porn <laughs> on VHS. So weird, that dude. place is awesome. It's so weird down there. It is. I don't know what the hell's going on in that place. It makes me a little nervous. <laughs> dude, drug trafficking. What else? <laughs> I mean, dude, seriously? Danielle Steele novels next to VHS pornography. And dude, that is, that is the biggest front. Dude, downtown, they're beefing up Canton cops, we can't get that one figured out. Maybe deputize me for the day. All right. Trump took some interesting meetings. Ray Lewis actually met with him the other day. Jim Brown, too. And uh, Ray Lewis had some interesting things to say about that. I want to get into that next on the Stansbury Show. Hey, guys, you got Stansbury here for High Voltage Indoor Carding. You can find them in Medina. They're just minutes from the square located in the old foundry building, or you can find them online at highvoltagecarding.com. That's highvoltagecardingwithak.com. High Voltage is Ohio's first, fastest, and longest indoor electric go-karting track in the state of Ohio. They have the best carts in the business. You're hitting speeds of around 50 miles per hour. And with the family looking to come into town for the holiday season, take them to do something a little bit different and a lot of fun. Check out more info at highvoltagecarting.com. Dansbury Show on Rock 106.9.
Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. Online WRQK.com. Canton City Schools have closed. Alliance as well. I'm being told uh, via the listeners that uh, apparently Canton City School closed. And this is speculation for, for as far as I know. It hasn't been verified, but uh, a listener telling me it was due to a power outage. I do know there was powder outage, power outages last night. I saw oh, okay. a couple of mentions of it on like Facebook and Twitter this morning. I didn't know the schools were affected, but that would make sense. Just so you know, the hashtag not my employee of the month is catching on. <laughs> That's catching on. That's happening. I like it. I was skipped over. I was passed over once again. And this time they gave it to Phantom. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. The Stansbury Show stocking stuffers uh, continue. Just a few minutes away, you're going to get hooked up with a $50 gift card. Good for out at uh, High Voltage Indoor Carding out there in Medina. Right up the square. It's going to be fun. Uh, you can give them a call, 330-333-9000. Find them online, highvoltagecarding.com. But we'll get you hooked up with a $50 gift card around 720. So there's a television show on at uh, 5 o'clock in the afternoon called Speak for Yourself. It's on FS1, and I watch it. I, I I can't say daily, but often enough. You really and like FS1. I, I do. I, yeah. I, I like FS1. They have taken a lot of the ESPN cast-offs who were all fired because they made too much money and really good at their job. And uh, and Fox was like, you know what? We like talented people and we'll pay you. So come over here. So I like supporting companies who will do that. And they had Ray Lewis on yesterday. And he was fresh off this meeting with Donald Trump where he went in with Jim Brown and there were a bunch of other people there as well. And there's been like two different takes on this because LeBron won't meet with him and now other athletes are and people are kind of like, well, you know, you should meet with him or no, that's how you boycott is you don't meet with him. And people have their opinions on how you handle it. Has LeBron refused meeting with him? Has he been offered that? I haven't heard that. I don't know. Oh, well, I know he refused to stay at the hotel and people are, are, are urging him I guess behind closed doors, he has said he doesn't have an interest to speak with him. Because Chris Broussard yesterday as well was saying, I think he needs to meet with him. This is the next four years of our life. It's a reality. We can't put our causes on hold or whatever. So I don't know what LeBron's official thing is. They were making it sound like he had said no. I don't know for sure. Okay, but Ray Lewis, he was, so they asked him some point-blank questions about this meeting, which I found to be very interesting. First and foremost, they asked Ray Lewis, on the meeting with Donald Trump, does he understand his divisiveness? Does he understand that he's this divisive? And Ray Lewis said, absolutely, 100%. And one of his takeaways from the meeting was he got the feeling that Trump wants to put an end to that through this four years. So they were there talking about him, uh, about Jim Brown's initiative, the Amer I Can thing, which I don't know much about, but apparently it's been thousands and thousands and thousands of gang members who, whose lives have been turned around through the influence of Jim Brown. Okay, I, I didn't know much about it, but apparently now Ray Lewis is involved in that organization is really well, and he's supposed to be like the heir apparent when Jim Brown can no longer like function as the guy for it. Okay, all right. And so they were talking to Trump and his advisors, and that was one of the reasons Ray Lewis said that's why he's like, I understand people don't like Trump, but I'll go meet with the guy because it's not just him you're meeting with. There's a whole other group of people there. There's a lot of powerful, influential people. I want my message out. So I was like, okay, I can respect that, right? And so they were talking about this initiative, and the big takeaway I got was is they asked him, do you believe that Trump cared about what it is you were saying? And Ray said, I believe that he is a strict 100% businessman, but he does, he said when he didn't understand something, he wanted to understand it. He knows what he doesn't know, 
And he said, when, when, when we started telling him stuff, and he's like, whoa, 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 I don't understand this. He asked three questions that could get to the basis of it to where he could get it. And he was like, and then he had it. And Ray said he walked away feeling very optimistic about that meeting with Trump and that Trump had said he is going to invest his own money into this Ameri can project and that there is absolutely going to be a huge government push to help with problems in the inner cities across America. And he said that what the Trump administration really liked is there's already a vehicle. They don't have to create this thing. They just have to help find funding for it. And he said they shook hands, looked directly in the eye. Ray Lewis is like, I really believe he's going to help us with this. Walked away with it feeling completely optimistic, which I found to be interesting. Because it's not what I would have thought would have happened, maybe. It's not what we was definitely not what I was what I've been sold would happen in a meeting like that. Um, you know, I, I, I don't. I wanna... mean, we have to ra- wait and remain to see what happens. That's what I was going to say is that you know meetings are one thing, execution of plans are a completely different thing. And I mean, obviously, sure, I'll, 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 I'll I guess take Ray Lewis's word for what it's worth. And 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 I don't know how long this meeting was. I don't know. He said they were there all day, but I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I mean, and is that is that really what? Is going to happen, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see. You're totally justified in being apprehensive about it. I, I, I totally get it. I, I think you're justified in that. But I was, I don't know. I guess maybe encouraged by what I heard. I was like, okay, well, at least you know he's hearing people out. And I like the fact that what Ray Lewis said is like he's a smart guy, but what he doesn't know, he wants to know. And I was like, well, if he holds that true across the board, I'm gonna like that. But haven't we seen evidence counter to that? Yes, we have. I'm outside, like like outside, I said, you're justified to be uh, to be cautious. Outside of Ray Lewis's opinion, we've actually heard Donald Trump's opinion on what he does and does not know, and what he does and does not find important. Yeah, that's a, that's fair. That's a fair point. So I mean, I, I, I listen. That's great, and you know, you've brought this up numerous times with Donald Trump, where it's you know an expert of sleight of hand, where it's like, hey, yeah, I'm meeting with these two guys. Everything's great. Blacks, you're gonna love me. It's gonna be great. The blacks, they're gonna love me. And then the moment you're out the door, right? And I mean. Okay, again, we'll see. I, I I can't say you're wrong because we've seen a lot, but I was encouraged when I when I when I saw that interview yesterday on FS1. I was encouraged by it. I saw yesterday. Um, I think it was Fox News. Yeah, I know it was Fox News. They posted up something about LeBron wearing the safety pin, and people were like, "Oh, you got to be more like Jim Brown. You got to be more like Ray Lewis. Those are good, outstanding men." And I'm like, "Oh, you mean the notorious wife beater and the dude that had his name tied to murder?" You got to be more like those guys. Now, what's interesting about that? Because you're right, right? There's, right? Th- there's, there's definitely that side of things. It's like, because I didn't know much about the Samir I Can initiative. I had always kind of known about the Jim Brown, the negative stuff, but I was like, well, if it's been, I think it's like hundreds of thousands of gang members have turned their lives around through this thing. I was like, well, at what point does it not make it okay? But when it at least seems like both men have dedicated their lives. Since mistakes to be good, like it, it's like, well, aren't those both guys perfect examples of why you offer NFL players, athletes of any kind, any celebrity a second chance? Because this can happen. Um, uh, sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. Whether, I'm asking questions. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not telling you how I feel about. It. I'm just asking. Whether it's second chance or not, sure. I mean, we you know we we can get into that conversation. But to you know, like I said, to point at LeBron and be like, "Oh, you're a piece of crap for wearing the safety pin," and then point at these two guys like, "Oh, these are outstanding." Yeah, no, that's crazy. Come on, that's crazy. On. I'll give you that. 
And I remember we were talking about something last week, and I said, you know, I'm not going to wear a safety pin for you, but I think of the way people, oh, yeah, it was demonic possession. That was the only way you could be gay, and that's, of course, ridiculous. And I remember I apologized to gay people on behalf of the program and everybody in the world. It's like, that's terrible. Nobody should, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So, I mean, people are going to, you know, they're going to act how they want to act. Is You know, they're going to show their support how they're going to show it. I personally do think that at some point, I think it would be beneficial to all people if LeBron James and Donald Trump did have a conversation about some things, is I do. I is, think it'd be beneficial for everybody. Is you know, and I brought this up when he talked to Kanye West, and everyone was like, "Oh, he's reaching out to the black community." Well, Kanye went in there to talk about the violence in Chicago. Would these things all be better? Uh, what do I want to say? Better served dealing with actual organizations that deal with these issues as opposed to just like, "Hey, I'm bringing in Kanye, Ray Lewis, and Jim Brown." Well, celebrity involvement is going to help real cause. So maybe you got to get them together. And maybe you start by powerful people getting all in one room together. Rome wasn't built in a day. I um, So I don't know. I don't know what the right answer there is. But I, I know celebrity support hasn't hurt much in, in ways of raising money and the things. So... I know some... You know, people are going to say, well, you know, I still want him in the intelligence briefing. So do I. I do too. But I want him in the meeting with Jim Brown and Ray Lewis too. Because I think Obama would have done that. I think Obama would have been like, okay, these guys are, you know, there's, there's huge organizations here. They're trying to do the right thing. Let me at least hear them out and find out if there's a way we can get involved here. So, I don't know. Like I said, I don't. it's not like I'm like, shoo, we're going to be fine. But it was a couple of minutes and, oh, okay, I'm hearing some stuff on the other side. I don't hate it. I still maintain he's the Michael Scott president, and I can't believe more people don't make that analogy because... Again, the, the in another meeting with the tech advisors, all the tech companies and the like, he said everybody in this meeting has to like me a little, and he kicked Twitter out of it because they wouldn't allow like the crooked Hillary emoji back in the uh, during the election cycle. Crazy, He's, dude! I love him almost on some level, dude. Crazy. On some level, I almost love it. Twitter, you're not allowed to come because you didn't give me an emoji. You didn't give me an emoji. Crazy, Crazy. dude! Like I said, like I said. I didn't think it was the best thing for the country, but for what I do for a living, he's the best thing that could have happened. He supplies so much. Have you heard about this? I love it. All right. We have a gift card. 50 bucks out at High Voltage Indoor Carding. You can find out more info at HighVoltageCarding.com or by calling 330-333-9000. But we do have a $50 gift card uh, good for out at High Voltage Indoor Carding. We'll take caller 25 at 1-800-243-7625. Then you're getting hooked up with that. And uh, Canton Police actually had a little bit of a scary situation the other day. We'll get you filled in next. Hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online, WRQK.com. We're all excited because tomorrow night is Cavs Night. At the Canton Charge Game, presented by GE Lightning. 7 p.m. tip-off, doors at 5.30, charge versus the Delaware 87ers. You can get your picture taken with the Cavs Championship Trophy. That's awesome. As, as guys who have one of those, we're so happy we uh, we got to do that. Thanks again, Canton Charge, for inviting us down to that. But trust me, I'm happy I have that photo. You will be, too. You can get one uh, tomorrow night. Cavaliers girls will be there as well. Scream team. Ahmad Crump. Who's going to be on the program uh, Friday morning with us? Your Cleveland Cavaliers! First 2,500 people through the door get a black Cavs and Charge t-shirt. 
You can pick up tickets at cantcharge.com or at the Civic Center box office. Start just 8 bucks. There's also a silent auction of special game-worn jerseys during the game to benefit the Salvation Army. That's nice. cool. That's nice. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Chargers have been balling out, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited for Cavs nights, but I'm also excited to watch the Charge play. John Holland's back in action. I know Mike Dunnigan had a big game uh, on the road recently. How's so, Quinn uh, Cook doing? Quinn Cook balling out, man. There was four guys that had 20-point games last game they played. So really? Chargers doing well right nice. now. Let's, uh, let's get that victory at home tomorrow night. I think we should make Quinn a regular on the program. Eh, I'll see what I can do. Reach out to some people. So CPD had a pretty interesting day the other day. Picking this up from Newsnet5.com. Where uh, a man who was pretty well intoxicated, they say, is facing some charges... Uh, after he threatened to harm a few Canton officers during uh, an arrest that took place Tuesday. Bad idea. Listen, I know when you're Don't getting arrested, it. It, it, dude, you're in a in a terrible position. Anybody who's ever had the cuff slapped on him knows how desperate you feel, how how out of control you feel. But, dude, don't start threatening cops. That's a bad idea. Bad idea. I would agree. <laughs> I would have to agree. Billy Sanders is now charged with making false alarms, trespassing, Terroristic threatening, which wow. I didn't even know was a thing, wow. disorderly conduct, and aggravated menacing for apparently making some statements about killing a couple of our uh, camp police officers and performing an attack in the name of ISIS. Wow, this is uh, this was put out by a camp police department news release uh, according to Newsnet Five. What police were called saying? Billy Sanders. Okay, <laughs> not what I expected when you brought no. up ISIS, but okay, no. all right. But apparently, uh, police were called to a Save a Lot grocery store. They don't say which one. I'm guessing that one on, that's that one on Tusk right there. For sure it is, dude. Right by that Sunoco. Right by that Sunoco there. It's the one on Tusk for sure. That dude, yeah, same. You ever been in there? No. (laughs) I drive by the parking lot. I drive by the parking lot enough to know. Sometimes, like Saturday, Sunday morning, I'm too lazy to go all the way up to like the Giant Eagle, and I'm like, all right, screw it. And every time I do it, I'm like, don't be lazy next time. Yeah, dude, we're talking about driving half a mile. We're not talking about walking it, dude. Just it's worth the drive. It is. So we don't know it was that one for sure, but but I'm I'm guessing they say here. Sanders, uh, thirty nine was forced to leave the property, but then returned, obviously, and then he was drunk, hammered, refused to leave. Then he began making uh, threats towards the officers. He was being held in the Stark County Jail where he continued to make threats. And uh, Sanders, they say, was uh, absolutely drunk at the time. What kind of day are you having, or I guess what kind of life are you living when, like, not leaving the Save-A-Lot is that's what you're going to get arrested on? I ain't going anywhere! Like, dude, if, if, if you bring it up, but as soon as I walk into a save a lot, the first thought I have is, dude, I gotta get the hell get out of here. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. Get what am I doing out here? Out of here. Right. This guy. I'm not going anywhere. It's uh, you know, and, and you know, I'm sure there's people listening right now. Cool. I shop and save a lot three times a week, dick. It's like you know, I'm sure like anywhere else, I can be all right. But that one on. Yeah, dude, uh, Tusk can just get weird, man. Yeah, dude. There's like three mile stretch of that whole road where it's like, well. We can coin flip it. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that. That honestly, we should rename Tusk to Coin Flip. Like that's like, that would be. I would totally. That that's what I might campaign on. Thirty nine threatening cops in the name of ISIS. What you're dealing with here is this guy's honestly. There's mental health issues, right. and he self medicates by drinking Colt forty five all right. day. Yeah, I, I would love to know where this ISIS part comes in because, like you said, I saw his, it on TV. His name's Billy Sanders. Yeah. I'm sure this was just a drunk ass white dude that was like, yeah, sure he is. Uh, ISIS. You know what I mean? Like long and, hair, the whole bit, and 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 he I mean, looks like. 
If uh, scary, if, not scary, not like physically scary, but it, he looks like, oh, bro, you're not all there. If there was, you know, what do I want to say? Different circumstances in this, I'm sure it would be a much bigger deal. The ISIS aspect, but the fact is, he's a white just dude. Crazy. Was just he was just, at, right? it was just a drunk, mentally disabled guy in a parking lot screaming out loud. Right. Is, is all that? I mean, really? I mean, sometimes you can roll up on a situation and go, oh, okay, we know what's what's happening here. I'm being tweeted at coin flip. We like it. <laughs> Like you're making the coin flip. I don't want to do this, okay? But you have inside knowledge on something, uh, I believe, uh, the whole WWE world. Oh, so much inside knowledge. January 22nd, the road to WrestleMania, can't Ohio. So, uh, one, uh, so, but a former, like, big time name in the wrestling world had an embarrassing situation happen on uh, on social media and uh, you know some people are saying this is fake some people are saying it's real i can't make sense of it either way but i i need to get your opinion on it we'll do that next on the stansbury show on rock 106.9 welcome back to the stansbury show on rock 106.9 online at wrqk.com money mayweather running his mouth about conor mcgregor some more calls out conor mcgregor says dude if i see you i'm slapping you that wow. video is online, WRQK.com. Wow. I've just tweeted it out, too, at Sansbury Shows, how you find that. I uh, Yeah, dude, just fight already, guys. Just do it. Just fight already. I just saw another uh, Conor McGregor-related video, and uh, I guess Nate Diaz is talking some trash about the guy, too. About Conor? Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I th- That last fight between Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor, that could have gone either way. I believe the judges kind of put it in Conor's hands because it was like, well, it can kind of go either way, and it was smart for the UFC to go with right. Conor. I really do believe that. I have always said, if you put, if, if, if we just roped off the parking lot and you let Nate Diaz fight Conor McGregor in the parking lot, Conor McGregor is going to run for his life. He's, dude, in a bar fight, he would run. Now, I understand it's not the UFC. It's different. You got to fight in the UFC. But if they were just to fight, Nate Diaz is a way, he's way tougher. Way tougher. Diaz mentions in the video, I'll post it up WRK. Yeah, dude, I want to see that. Diaz mentions uh, Conor McGregor currently holds the record for getting hit in the head the most times during a UFC fight, and I did that to him. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and dude, I guess the thing with McGregor. I want to be Nate Diaz's best friend. I really do. I want to be his best friend. The thing with McGregor, and we saw that we say this all the time about McDonald's. We say this all the time about Walmart. When you're on top of the world, everyone's gunning, gunning at, at you. you. Right. It's, that's how it goes. That's what it's like being us. There you go. There you go. Not you, though. <laughs> it's it's goddamn Matt Fantone Day. We were going to talk about Razor Ramon. Yeah, he posted a picture of his Christmas tree. There's chicks banging on the TV. Fine, whatever. Who cares? Right? Who cares what those, you know, ex-steroid addicts are doing? Who cares? But we started the program out. I was once again skipped over for Employee of the Month, but they gave it to Fantone. I don't understand how that works at all. Like, I really don't get it. Like, I was kind of joking at first thing in the morning. Now I'm, like, starting to get mad. I don't understand. I don't know who made the nomination. I, I can tell you it wasn't me. Our fat idiot boss, because he wants me mad. You think it was him? Of course. You think? Did, what happens in this building that that guy doesn't do? It's true. That's true, He's dude. currently doing this show. I'm not even here. <laughs> I thought maybe, maybe, maybe um, it was the front desk lady because I'm usually pretty nice to Linda, the front desk lady. And but you are too, so I don't she know why loves, she. Would, she brings me breakfast. She loves me. Yeah, I don't know why she would pick me over you. And really, other than her, nobody else in this building likes me. I or mean, me. I mean, so 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 like me and Stansberry tolerate each other. Linda, the front desk lady, likes us. I think everybody else here hates us. I don't know who it was. That's why when she was in the hospital last year, we were like, please send her back to work. Right. We need a friend. We need somebody to hang out with. <laughs> We need somebody to and talk the, to. And the 80-year-old is the only one that doesn't know not to like us. 
But it's Matt Fantone Day, because not only were you listed as Employee of the Month, but apparently you're in the Canton Repository uh, this morning. Okay. Thanks. In the ticket. Yep. Is this like the entertainment rag inside of the rep or whatever? Is that right. what this is? Okay. Right. And it's like, the, you know, the ask you three questions thing, all about the holidays. So Matt Fantone, Rock 106.9 Morning Personality. Movie, your favorite uh, holiday movie, Home Alone. Home Alone. That's an all-time classic of mine. I uh, I actually had that as a kid, like, memorized. And when I say memorized, I mean every line of dialogue wore out two VHSs of it. Jeez. Yeah, dude. I mean, I was watching Home Alone, like, not during Christmas. Like, I was watching that VHS in, on summer break. Yeah. It was, it was, it was that kind of a thing for huh. me. I don't have a I don't have a strong tie to the movie. Good movie, funny, good holiday movie. I was a little older. That's what I was gonna say. Is you were probably a little too old. A little for it, older. I was right in the strike zone where I very much felt like I was. I very much felt like I could see myself in Kevin McAllister. I was like, dude, if my parents left, I would do all those things too. So I mean, I loved that movie. Okay, I can see that. I mean, it's obviously a very popular holiday movie. Your favorite holiday song. Eight Days of Christmas by Destiny's Child. I went with that as the comedy pick. And if you knew the song, and I wish we had it, we don't. Um, it just so stuck in a very early 2000s. They're making references to like um, uh, diamond belly button ring and, and and beepers and things like that. And it's, just such, a, it's such a dated song. And it, I mean, I wish we had it. It'd be, it'd I, don't, I, yeah, I don't know that it'd song. Be, it'd be funny. Well, maybe song. we'll download it and then we'll, uh, we'll yeah. revisit later in the program. Okay. Matthew Fantone's favorite t- holiday TV special. This I found interesting, which I can't believe that I found something interesting about you. The Yule Log. Fantone says here to uh, the Canton Repository in the ticket, it says, I wasn't allowed to touch the thermostat as a kid, so I would put on the Yule Log and start complaining about how hot it was in the house. My dad didn't think it was very funny. I don't either. <laughs> now, I want to revisit your answers. Okay. Okay, hold on. Let's talk a little dad. Let's talk a little dad with the thermostat. Like, okay. let's, let's talk. Like, dude, give me that because I can hear my dad screaming already. So, like, what was that like? With oh, the thermostat? I mean, I think every kid had the exact same story there, where like you wanted it to be warmer in the house, but your dad's like, "You don't pay the bills. You're not touching it." <laughs> and I mean, I can remember like, I mean, and very few things would like cause my dad to lose his mind, but thermostat was one of them. Lights on and thermostat; those were the two things that he would lose his ish over. Man, like he would literally like me and my brother. Like I very rarely Will you still go home and turn it up now? It's like, <laughs> very rarely would we get him to rage, but those were two of the things that he would I mean he would lose his mind over. So after a couple of the like, decent tongue lashings, and I knew like, dude, you can't do that. He's gonna get pissed at you. <laughs> sure, yeah. And so what I would do is I would turn on, and I think it was on like uh, uh, cable channel nine, and they had that roaring Yule log and they just had that fire. So I would turn it on and I would stand there and like warm myself by it and be like, Dad! It's getting so hot in here. Oh, he would get so angry about that. My mom's just laughing. Matthew, you're so funny. My dad's like, you dumb son of a bitch. Summation of that story, he's been an annoying dick since being a small child. Just standing there. Oh, it's nice. It's warm in here. Okay. I wanted to talk about this article in the ticket in Canton Rep about like these three questions they're asking people. Mm Mm-hmm. To highlight something, mm-hmm. okay? Because you weren't the only radio person who they talked to. No. Okay? So, again, let's review your answers so I can make my point. Your favorite movie, Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Song, Eight Days of Christmas, Destiny's Child. Went with a little comedy pick there. TV special, The Yule Log. Wasn't allowed to touch the thermos as a kid. Put on The Yule Log. Start complaining about how hot it was in the house. My dad didn't think it was funny. There's three quick questions 
three very quick answers, straight, direct, to the point, little funny, little interesting. Boom, I know who you are now. Okay? That, ladies and gentlemen, audience, is the markings of a good radio personality. Thanks, buddy. Let me give you some examples of not-so-good radio personalities. Nicolina, the DJ Diva, Diva, Q92, midday air personality. She's also the program director over there from what I hear, and you can understand, you can pick that up by listening to it. <laughs> Here are Nicolina's answers. Favorite movie. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's a Christmas tradition for me to watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> we can all connect with the Griswolds when we're celebrating the holidays with out-of-town family and friends. And at that moment, when he finally gets all the Christmas lights plugged in and it lights up his neighbor's house, <laughs> Jesus, even in print, this uninteresting broad won't shut her mouth. I, dude, she doesn't know when to shut up. How do you get to program director level without knowing when to shut up? It's Christmas time. Although we have more in common than I like to admit, I wish I would have read this a little further because her favorite song is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. It's a Stansberry favorite right there. It's the only one I can, like, t- it's like the only Christmas song that doesn't make me want to, like, poke my eyes out. Now. But seriously, she gives you two paragraphs on her favorite movie. <laughs> and dude, it's National Lampoons. It's not like there was anything funny that you said about it. You're just like, oh yeah, oh, I don't know, Todd, what Margo, I don't know. <laughs> She's the most uninteresting person. I've, I, I, just, I have no idea who somebody was like, you know what? We need to hear more about you. And you're on during the middays. That's just, hey, right there was Rihanna coming up next, Katy Perry. Katy Perry coming That's up it. next right now. We got That's Maroon it. 5. Give, give something away. Maroon 5 on now. Q92. That's it. That's it. How is a program director? Do you think 15-minute breaks in the midday is a good idea? In print. It's terrible. Even in, in like I said, in a three-question interview, she won't shut her mouth. There was. This is a longer answer. The rep ran out of ink. God, that whole operation over there is just a mess. We think we have it bad here. Imagine working over there. I mean, at least it's cold outside when your building's on fire. Yeah, you got one good thing. (laughs) Jesus, is that broad a mess. Our audience won't stop coming after me for an opinion that you and I both held yesterday. Okay. They're mad. Like, uh, there are people, there are sections of the audience who are after us about this. So, I wanted to move forward. They're not ready to. So, we'll get into it next on The Stansbury Show. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online, WRQK.com. With the Sansbury Show stocking stuff, you're getting hooked up with a $50 gift card to Donato's Pizza. Just minutes away from that, 1-800-243-7625. The number you need for that. Special shout out to Donato's. I'm actually going to the one in North Canton right after the show and picking up a bunch of pizzas that they have donated to Project Rebuild. Oh, is that so, right? So, uh, yeah, hats off to them. Nice. Happy to, happy to give away that gift card. I wish uh, I wish there was a, one of those a little closer to downtown. I bitch about this a lot, but getting pizza delivered downtown is actually not the easiest thing in the world. You got Napoli's, which don't get me wrong, right. fantastic, love it, great, and Hungry Howie's, and the one pizza of it. That's it. Those are the only three that will come to where I live. Thought this was America. 
So I was supposed to get pizza from wherever I wanted it. I'll be honest. I, I, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, what do you think downtown needs? All right. I'll be, uh, let me tell you what downtown for sure needs. We need a really good takeout delivery Chinese food place downtown. And why is nobody making burritos downtown? Why is yeah. nobody doing that? That, to yeah. me, seems crazy. That's like the ultimate food right now. That's the whole hipster thing. And, like, nobody's making burritos down there? Seems crazy. Hotheads, I know you're listening right now. Dude, get one of those downtown locations. Oh, my God, I would love that. That place yeah. is fantastic. It is, man. I don't want to be like, hey, it's better than Chipotle. It's better than Qdoba, but it, it is. It's delicious. It's I like all the sauce sauces. options. Yeah. yeah, man, hotheads is great. It just seems to me like I can't get Chinese food delivered to my apartment either. That's crazy. Those two things would be huge downtown. So maybe Mike will get on that. Yeah, Mike. You already gave us Do everything, man. <laughs> and midgets wrestling. Get us some burritos, bruh. A little sidetrack there, but a $50 gift card for Donato is just a few minutes away. So apparently you and I are on the wrong side of something. And okay. I didn't really think about it like this because, you know, I don't have kids. So sometimes I don't think it all the way through about, you know, disappointing your children. But a guy said to me yesterday, he's like, dude, he's like, you're wrong on this LeBron not playing thing. You're wrong on this. Now, uh, now I said I feel like LeBron, Kevin Love, and Kyrie Irving should be on the plane and should travel with the team at all times. Yeah, this all comes from yesterday when the Cavaliers uh, traveled down to Memphis. LeBron, K-Love, and Kyrie Irving all did not play, did not travel. And we were kind of on the same side yesterday saying, like, I understand resting players, and that's how you win championships nowadays and all that stuff or whatever, don't play. But you and I both kind of felt like I didn't love the fact that they weren't on the plane. Would rather see you with the team. And honestly, I think one of the things I didn't mention yesterday, but the more I thought about it, the more it was like, well, I don't necessarily get that. Um, why would you decide to rest all three at once? I understand giving all three of those dudes rest. I mean, all three of those guys, you know, deserve it, need it, should, should, should you know, have that happen throughout the season. Now, why- just to stop there. There are people who say they don't des- really deserve the rest or need it. That, that I mean, dude, you're playing twice a week. Sometimes you're only playing once a week. And you know the argument is going to be from hardworking people. Jesus, it's a game. Like, you can't be made to play a game twice in a week. Well, oh, Jesus, you get paid millions of dollars to do it. Jesus, you're a famous athlete for doing it. Dude, be a hater all you want to, but those are the realities of what professional sports are. If you don't like it, stop watching pro sports. I mean, really, if that's your- Okay, I'm not saying you're wrong, but with that kind of argument, isn't this just, well, all right, pro player, do whatever you want, because our only answer is to stop watching it, which we all know we're not going to do. So basically, you're a 16-year-old, like, you can try to ground you, but you have a set of car keys, you're going to walk out of the uh, out of the front door and get in the car and go? Well, I mean, within, within like, you know, I mean, morals and rules and in laws, I would say, yeah, these guys can do what they feel is, is necessary. I mean, if our boss decides to give us a day off, we're in the same avenue. We're like, going to take it. Yeah, we're, of course we I'm are. allowed to take days off. Right. And, right. and I've heard that argument that's like, we take days off, why shouldn't LeBron? Right? I get resting. I totally do. Popovich did it with his San Antonio players. Now, he was fined $250,000 when they, when they first started to figure out what was happening with it. And uh, I, I believe the league has since adjusted since then and all that. Right. And I mean, this isn't exclusive to the NBA on any stretch of the no, imagination. No, 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 this no. happens in the NFL all the time. Chicago Cubs did it this year. I mean, there's plenty of examples. I mean, dudes in baseball do it every goddamn day. They'll be like, oh, Carlos Santana not playing. We're moving, you know, moving guys around in the outfield or moving guys around. Happens all the time in sports. All the time. So... A guy said to me, he's like, you're wrong on this. And let me tell you why. He said, think about a dad in Memphis. Tickets went on sale months ago. And there are games you want to go to, there are games you won't. Obviously, when the Cavaliers come to town, 
you want to go. LeBron James is the Michael Jordan of the modern era. He's the draw, right? So my buddy was like, dude, think about that guy who bought those tickets before the season started, went home, told his eight-year-old son, LeBron James is coming here once. We got tickets. We're going to go. That kid waits months on end. Game night comes, goes, LeBron's at home. Yeah, that's, that's the what answer. I have to say, dude. That's exactly that's what I answer. have to say. That's exactly what I have to say. Uh, dude, you bought a ticket. You didn't buy a ticket for LeBron James and squad or posse. You didn't buy that. What you bought a ticket for was the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Memphis Grizzlies. What you were delivered was the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I, I don't care about your kid. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Any argue, Any validity to the argument of resting's okay, but do it in the form of limited minutes, not skipping games, so fans do get to see you. Because what I heard yesterday that kind of almost had me changing my opinion, fans. I want to be honest with you, is that sports is what we always call it. But at the end of the day, what it is is the entertainment business. And so the entertainment business is driven by one thing. Your and I's lives are driven by one thing. That's the people who are entertained by it. And the moment you start to slight them, the moment it starts to look like you don't care or that you feel like you can do without, I have seen bigger products fall. Now, I'm not saying this is what's going to happen with LeBron and the Cavs and the NBA. And there, dude, the league is itself is totally more popular enough to withstand this. Okay. You and I both know people aren't running away from sports over any one thing that they get mad about in a particular month. You and I both know that. But I understand people's, like, I didn't think about that. Like, I forgot what it was like to be eight when my mom got me tickets to something that didn't happen for months. And I was sitting there months on end. And when I was growing up, this wouldn't have happened. Well, I mean, I mean, guys played once again. I mean, it goes back to you, you, you got what you were, you bought, you did, you got the Cavaliers versus the Grizzlies. I mean, we always say it's the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back, right? And oh, so you raise so, your kids that way, and and so your kid, so your kid is is. I mean, dude, you're a, a, a obviously a Memphis fan. You guys are are basketball, you know, people. What or you, are you just a fan of the spectacle that will be LeBron James being in town? Well, then I guess if 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 you're that much of a fan of LeBron James being, you know. Well, then you're going to have to find another option. Like, I just don't understand this. You're not entitled to LeBron playing. I, you're not. I, there's no guarantee that that's what's going to happen. You can make assumptions. You can say that this is, oh, dude, this is what I want. This is what I hope happens. I hope LeBron goes and scores 50 points tonight. Dude, he's my favorite player. Doesn't guarantee that any of that stuff is going to happen. If they sat Kevin Love, I don't think people in Memphis care. This is about the fact that it's LeBron. So you kind of have to throw out the, well, you know, you're paid and it's a bunch of money and get out there and play. Because at the end of the day, you really you what you want is you want to make special rules for special players. Is that you want the players you want to play. You could care less if... If Kevin Love, well, as a Memphis person, you could care less if Kevin Love. And at played. what point do 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 fans? Most of them. At what point do fans start making decisions for teams? At what point does it become well, Johnny, Johnny, right, right. Johnny? At, at what point? At what point is it? You know, the, the the audience starts running the show. I don't know if I necessarily can sign off on that because you're going to mob mentality right there. And as soon as it turns into well, LeBron, oh, they only played him for 25 minutes. I you got to run the franchise. You're right. Right. Oh, they only played LeBron for 25 minutes. I paid. To see 48 minutes of basketball. I think he has to be out there at least 40 minutes. You get to make that decision. You get to make that decision. I don't like that at all. I don't. That's that's terrible. It's I, not. It's not about. It's it's not the fans' decision to make. I um. I understand when fans say to me, "You know what? Play 10 minutes then." Right? Okay. Fine. 
But then you're cheated there, and, right? And you are cheated. I mean, you are going to be cheated. You could be in the bathroom for the minutes he's on the court at that point. You could be in line waiting for nachos. That's probably where I would be. But like you, so you're going to miss that. I wish he would have flown with the team. I think it says. I, I I don't think it was great. I don't think I think it was a bad leadership decision not to go on the trip. I but like I said, I understand sitting. Now this is being uh, you know tweeted in by uh, by a guy named Leo. He says I'm not even going to touch the morals of it. I'm going to stay away from that. He says but Kyrie is younger than me. He's not even ten years in the league. It's like, why does that guy need rest? Well, I mean, number one, playing in the NBA is obviously a very physically demanding thing to do. He's 10 years younger than you. Yeah, but he's a, he's a, a far superior athlete than you. And a part of being one a far superior athlete is sustainability, is being able to do it for the entire season, being able to do it when it matters the most in the off or in the postseason. And, 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 and the fact that the guy needs rest, I mean, the guy puts himself through, you know, obviously, like I said, a very physically demanding job. So if, if, if it's dictated, whether it's by him or requesting it, whether it's by the training staff you know, advising him on it or by the head coach's decision why do we need days off work? We sit here, we talk about things, we drink coffee I mean, is it really that hard? No, but we still need time off of work No matter what it is, it becomes a job it's 100% a job. No matter what it is you're doing. Guys, do male porn stars, trust me, still drive to work some days and be like, oh, oh my God, I cannot believe Lexi Bell has bitch. to do this to me all day. Like, I mean, eventually that's going to happen. Now, okay, I, I, again, we got some listener interaction on Twitter on this, so I, I, I want to ask their questions and, and try to explain some of this stuff away. Dustin tweets and says, you don't think they ran ads in Memphis for months on end trying to sell tickets? Come see LeBron and the Cavaliers. And isn't that, well, yeah, but I don't know if you can blame LeBron for what the marketing department of Memphis did. Right, right. I mean, and, I'm and, not sure you can do that. And, and honestly, if that's what you're doing as an NBA franchise is saying, you know, hey, that this is this is the draw of you coming here and seeing other athletes. I mean, I said to somebody last night and tell me if this makes sense, Fantone. Surrounding this LeBron James thing, and people are like, you know, you should play, and you get paid a bunch of money, and just get out there, and it's only 82 games and play. And I said, I said, if let's go back to Game 7 of the NBA Finals. I said, my answer to you, to, to all that is this. Going in, before tip-off of Game 7 of the NBA Finals, if I said to you, I will guarantee you for sure, for sure, we win tonight and we win the title, all you have to trade me is two days in Memphis next year. You would have you would have taken that day. You would have taken right. that bet. You, you would have taken it all day. So my point is, the guy's giving you what it is you want. And all along during the NBA Finals, we're like, dude, I'd give anything for this. And now we have it, and we're already at the point of, yeah, that was last year. What what have you done for me lately? And I understand that's the sports world. Believe me, that's the radio world too. If I show up tomorrow and the show sucks, you're gonna let me know, right? So I understand it's what have you done for me lately, but there's not something to like. Bro, he just gave us a championship. Like, Well, the dudes deserve the benefit of the doubt. I would say all three of those guys have earned it in the Northeast Ohio sports world. If you're coming all at, three's a dick move, Joe, saying, and I kind of agree with I, that. I, I, I can agree. All three's kind of a dick move. Not traveling. I, I, I wasn't, I'm not wild about. And Show up. Maybe all, sign autographs if you're not going to play. Maybe do something for the fans if you're not going to play. Yeah. It's that world, though. I am with you, dude. I think the fans, uh, dude, and everything want way too much. I tell rock fans this all the time. You're so goddamn jaded. The the only shows you'll go to now are Rock on the Range because there's 3,000 bands. And you're going to complain the whole time and you're there. And you're going to bitch the whole time you're hey, there. Sick puppy suck. In my the day, deal. two bands showed up. You had three and a half hits, and then you went home. No free stuff from the band. No meet and greets. No acoustic sets before. Like, now, dude, we're so spoiled these days. And I think that that's part of this. But 
It is. See, this guy says this. Jeremy Sweetson says this. It was smart basketball, but it's bad entertainment. And my my question, I guess, then at that point is, where is the line for the business? Well, I mean, you're talking about two different things. You're talking about Cleveland Cavaliers. Right, but Cavaliers. they have to coexist. So my question, I don't know where the right line then of like, what do you pri- what do you value more there? Well, it depends. The entertainment? It depends on what side of it that you're sitting. Obviously, the Cavaliers, LeBron James, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, Ty Lue, all those do- dudes care about the basketball. I understand that, but doesn't the NBA care about the entertainment because the entertainment is where the money comes from? At the end of the day, I think the NBA recognizes having the best basketball Available during the most uh, watched but last, times. But last night in Memphis or the other night in Memphis wasn't the best basketball. That's you could what see. I'm saying, though, is that at the most important times during during the finals, during the playoffs, during when the most eyes are on, we need to have the best basketball available. If that means sacrificing a little bit during the regular season, it's well worth what it pays off by having these guys able to go and having these guys in their top shape when when it mo- when it matters most in June. Okay. All right. I wish they would have traveled. I don't like not going with the team. I th- that feels like abandonment. That feels like special treatment. If Kevin Love just said, hey, I'm not traveling, he'd be murdered. And that's why LeBron made Kyrie and Kevin Love stay home is because he knew if I'm the only one that does this, I'm going to get murdered. Social media is going to destroy me. So I'm going to I'm going to take Kevin and I'm going to take Kyrie too to, to, to give myself some cover, which makes me kind of hate the move a little bit more. As a guy who loves LeBron, as a guy who's gotten his back a million times, I, dude, I got to tell you, this I didn't love. I didn't love this. And, you know, you, you got to be honest with people, even the people that you like. And I, I didn't love this. And I, when I heard Christine Leahy say yesterday, at least play a couple of minutes so an eight-year-old watches you, I can understand the, the feeling. Hey, well, so I'm not eight- saying it's right, but I can understand the desire for that to be the way it is. I can't go with eight-year-olds being the, 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 the coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I can't, I can't go with the eight-year-old making a decision of when LeBron James Dude, plays. it's worked flawlessly for the Browns. I don't want to <laughs> hear about it. Be right back with more Sansbury Show. Oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah. We, uh, we have that $50 gift card for Donato's. Uh, caller 20 right now, 1-800-243-7625. We'll get you hooked up with that and uh, more show right around the corner. Hang on. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9, online WRQK.com. Man, I just read a Facebook post of a buddy of mine, and honestly, it makes me want to do something nice for him because this is a cool move. It says he has a big dilemma in his life. The company he works for is looking to lay off just one employee. Their plan was to do it with the person who has the least amount of uh, seniority. The problem is that person is a single mom. So my buddy was like, in his post says, you know, I I was contemplating flipping coin about leaving this job within the next 90 days anyway. He's like, I think I'm just going to up and leave and tell my boss, you know what, I'll just go. Don't, don't get rid of that woman who's, you know, trying to feed her kid. Um, Wow, man! Like to, to to put yourself aside that way, and I mean, even though I mean, you were planning on leaving, it's not you know what I mean. So obviously, you probably maybe have irons in the fire on another gig, but it's still thinking about your fellow man there. I don't oh, yeah, it. certainly a noble move. There's no question about that. But not, I would not uh, the worst there. I, I I would certainly, if I were him, you want to make sure you have somewhere to land before you jump. You know what I mean? And 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 it's it's nice to think, well, dude, you know, I've got this interview coming up, and I'm probably gonna land this job. It's gonna be better paying, but yeah, what if this dude doesn't? 90 days from now, he's like, F, what did I just do to my life? I don't want to get back into th- this end of this subject, but what I found interesting about that person is, uh, and, and that post is, that was one of the most hardcore Trumpers on my timeline throughout the whole election. Pro-Trump dude, pro-Trump dude, and it's like, you know what? A single mom's not going to be able to feed her kid. I'm going to leave early. 
convince my boss to keep her on the payroll. Um, I like it. Which obviously it, it goes to show that the the misconception of well they're all terrible. people. Yeah, the media just likes it when we all hate one another. They and, like, and, and I think we like it when we all hate each other. I don't yeah, we do. Put we all get off on, on the media. And and one of the things I mentioned well, to you, this, the media. One of the things I mentioned <laughs> to you this morning, and and we were talking about something Trump related off the air, is that I really need to stop with this. Oh man, I voted for Trump. Voice in my head of like they're all just a bunch of slack jaw yokels because obviously that's not the case. They're not a bunch of racists. They're not a bunch. Slack jawed yokels. No, they're just deplorable. They're, they're, no, they're no, they're people <laughs> just like I'm you just and me. Some of them are deplorable. Some of them are slack jawed racist, but they're not all. So I need to stop doing that. Okay, so um, one of the things that's that's in the crosshairs now because of uh, the president elect is the recreational marijuana. Right? Mm. We've seen this all over the news. Different states have it. Some don't. It's like this big now problem, you know, in America. I feel like most people kind of know where Fantone and I are on this. It's like, dude, just open the floodgates. Let's make recreational marijuana a thing. Everybody makes money. We're all going to be good. Right? I think it was something the other day. Who who just did this? Like, uh, was it was it Washington? Washington? And they got like $88 billion already now or something like that. Oregon's already got a bunch of, you know, you know bonus tax money. They're waiting to figure out what to do with and stuff. It just seems to be like a financial fix to a lot of problems, okay? Right. Now, I know the lottery was sold to us that way and other things have been sold to us that way, but it just seems like recreational marijuana might be one of those things where we end up making a bunch of money and I feel like we're dragging our feet for no particular good reason. But Massachusetts, I believe, was like the last place to have voted on this, right? And to, uh, and to vote yes on the recreational weed there. So they asked the question, what are like the most commonly asked questions, the concerns of, of the public on like what happens with recreational marijuana? So I found this article at WBUR.org that simplifies all of like these most commonly asked questions. It says, will it be legal to make street purchases after 1215 today? Since the retail outlets won't be set up until 2018. Now, this should be an easy one. No, marijuana not for sale uh, in Massachusetts until the stores open. That's about January 2018. Any any buying of marijuana you're doing on the street is absolutely still illegal. You're going to face problems from that. Wouldn't recommend it. Just like if you went and started buying booze out of somebody's trunk, that's going to be illegal. You know what I mean? You can't just start slanging stuff uh, without paying taxes and things like that. Not at all. So the next big question is, what will the tax rate be? Will it cover the cost of managing the new law? A benefit for the state would be nice, but where would it go? So this is Massachusetts law. Now they're, like, they're all going to be the same, but they again, they're giving you very basic good answers on this stuff. A buyer would likely pay Fantone a 12% tax in the state of Massachusetts for recreational marijuana. That will include a 6.25% sales tax, a new 3.75% marijuana excise tax, and a 2% local tax. State House leaders said the marijuana excise tax is low. Supporters of the law say it would raise more than enough money to cover regulation of the new industry, which you're going to need. Right. There's going to be a lot of money right. that goes into that. Any execs, uh, or I'm sorry, any excess excess tax revenue would go into the state's general fund. Okay, that's good. Okay, what if anything is the next question? Will change for current medical marijuana card holders? Could current dispensaries be closed or become shops for all? As of now, nothing changes for patients registered as medical marijuana users. That's nice. Now, here's the other one. And this was one of the ones I was kind of curious about. Should Ohio ever do this? I was very, I was like, I wonder what will happen with this with recreational marijuana. And that is, what are the laws about gifting marijuana to one another? 
Because that's going to be a popular thing to do if marijuana is made legal. It's like, oh, dude, somebody's birthday. Let's just get him some weed. That's what he wants. Just give him the weed. Happy right? birthday! Exactly. It's the holiday season right now. If right. you could do, if you could buy recreational marijuana and pass it out as gifts, I'm sure there are people who would love that. There's probably people driving around right now thinking, what am I going to buy Stansberry and Fantone for Christmas? Just put it underneath the wheel well of the car. The par- what? What? No. <laughs> what? I forgot. It's not 2006 anymore. I'm not no. allowed to do that. Can't do things like that. Stop it. <laughs> I forgot. Get us in trouble. So the law between gifting marijuana between friends is their Massachusetts law says, dude, listen to this. You can gift somebody up to one ounce of marijuana. Dude, that's a lot of weed. Right for a gift? Oh, yeah. So what I'm saying is, is like, dude, this these recreational laws seem pretty good for the marijuana smoker. $300 present there, you know, $300, $400 present there. That's a, uh, you know, a very generous gift. But, I, you know, all this stuff makes sense. I understand why, you know, you have to have some rules and regulations when it comes to this, just like alcohol. It's not going to turn into the wild, wild west, nor should it. I mean, there should be taxes on things like this. There should be, you know, and I mean, with all the info that's coming out about the new uh, the new queue in downtown Cleveland and how that's going to be paid by booze and cigarette smokers. Yeah, that place looks awesome, by the way. Right, and I mean, like, well, then you know, pot smokers can be on that on that on that gravy train too. They can start throwing some money at it. This is all reefer madness that's stopping us from doing this. I always say it, and like, there's a guy who fights with me every time we talk about recreational marijuana, and all of his arguments are just based in the you just don't want it. That's I'm sorry, that's not a good enough reason. No, it's well within the realm of what we allow our adults to do in America. You can smoke cigarettes, you can drink, you can jump out of an airplane. There's no reason why you can't smoke weed. It's crazy. No, it was all set up from the beginning so other corporations didn't lose money from people rather smoking weed than doing buying what they were selling. That's what the whole thing was about. It'll be very interesting to and see. And it was considered to be the Negro drug once upon a time, so we had to we had to stop we had to stop the Negroes from smoking the reefer. And that's exactly that's exactly where the answer, dude. That is, that's exactly one of the reasons why it'll be it's crazy. In- interesting to see as we obviously have a turning tide of national um, support for medical and recreational marijuana. It'll be interesting to see what happens within the Trump administration of how that all plays out. Because one of the main things people are talking about, well, is, they're uh, both against it. Well, right? the, the Attorney General Jeff Sessions is notorious against being about about being against marijuana, and it's like, well, but if majority of these states have medical marijuana laws, and, and you know, you see more and more states getting recreational marijuana laws, I don't know if that's going to be high on the priority list of a Trump administration. Is like, well, do we do we piss people off? Or I love we- I love this country. Two hundred fifty four people died in Akron a couple of months ago because of because of opiates. But let's not. But but weeds the thing we got to make sure nobody gets their hands on. Marijuana hasn't killed two hundred fifty four people in its existence. Period. Yeah. In a month, opiates taking people out. But that marijuana, that evil weed, man, we got to keep it out of people. Devil's lettuce. I just do the reefer madness of it is insane. It's just it, it's it, dude. It just goes to show you how powerful a good ad campaign can really be. I mean, it just it just goes to show you how powerful. It's crazy. These internet challenges yeah. started out as something idealistic and for good causes, and now people are guess what? Have saying, ah, screw the diseases. We just want to be famous. I'll fill you in next on the Sandsbury Show. One oh six nine.
Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online, WRQK.com. Coming up at 920, we'll get you hooked up with an eight-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge. Now, they're vouchers. You can use them whenever you want, but I would use them tomorrow night for Cavs night down at the Charge game. Gates open 5.30. Cavs championship trophy will be on hand. You can get your picture taken with that. Ahmad Crump will be there as well. He's going to be on the program tomorrow, 9 o'clock, by the way. Charge take on the Delaware 87ers. Boo! See the Cavaliers girls stream team, Q-Spirit squad, C-Town throwdowns, and Moondog. First 2,500 fans through the door. Get a black Cavs slash charge t-shirt there. Ticket start, 8 bucks, cancharge.com. Or at the Civic Center box, box office, or like I said, 920 will pass out an 8-pack for you. It's going to be a good night, I guarantee it. Hashtag charge up there. So the ALS challenge, the ice bucket challenge, was like this thing that like took the nation by storm, right? And I don't really get into all these fad type things. Like it, it's, I'm one of these, I guess, Scrooges. That's kind of like, oh my god, how nauseating is this? Whatever. But I can't not, I can't knock the success of the ice bucket challenge for the fact that it raised a ton of money for ALS. Right? I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I remember having to like eat crow uh, on, on the show like oh my god it just raised all this money and look at this it's gonna do good and they've actually made breakthroughs and in, in the disease i hear right. and like all this stuff so like i remember having to eat crow i don't remember what the number was but i remember going all right i gotta admit i'm wrong here yeah, i think it was into the millions of dollars yeah, and obviously so. for a uh you know for a for a for a disease that's looking to be cured that's obviously going to put a lot of of you know tests in the run and everything like that so that's great i think it's worth noting though the als ice bucket challenge was able to do something positive i don't think i've seen anything post well that's my that's my point is that all of these challenges now are just as popular online the mannequin challenge all of this stuff's very very popular right notice what we did we got rid of the charity aspect of it right look at me look at me look at me screw sick kids in beds right it's strange we had this thing that i kind of felt was nauseating but yet worked was gangbusters we had a successful business model of it and then what we do Ah, screw the good part of it. I just want to be an internet star. You got the mannequin challenge. There's all kinds of these now. I posted up a video yesterday of the Chuck E. Cheese challenge. Yeah. Where dudes are acting like the robots of Chuck E. Cheese, and it was pretty funny. So I don't understand. Like, I, I, we had this thing that worked, and, and everywhere I go, people talk about how we got to make a difference. We got to help people. We got to do all this stuff. We had this thing that worked. It wasn't even that long ago. It was like two years ago. And we gave up on it. Why, why are you doing mannequin challenges and not then tying this into money and donations and here's where you do why, why Why are we doing it? It doesn't, and the reason why I bring this up is that kids are doing another one of these now. And, you know, I, it's not that I wasn't a stupid kid and didn't do dumb things. I've said, a, you know, a million times, I'm so happy I'm old. I'm so happy that my childhood isn't on TV every day like the way these kids have to live now. I'm so happy about that. All right. But there's this new thing called the backpack challenge. And what it is is kids line two sides of a hallway. One kid runs through the line and uh, like Soul Train, and everybody throws like <laughs> what well, it is? It's like Soul Train, just you know, twisted, and everybody throws their their backpacks at you. And this one kid got his teeth knocked out. He's got a bloody mouth. You go watch the video, Facebook.com slash Stansbury Show. I've also tweeted it out at Stansbury Shows, how you can find that. Twitter at Fantone. We keep it pretty basic here at the Stansbury Show. <laughs> Pretty easy there. Hey, 
I, this is stupid, and obviously kids are dumb. But like, I'm sure you did something. like Oh this, God, right? plenty of like I said, plenty of dumb things. I'm not knocking the kids. Look, you're in school, you're bored, you're miserable, you just want to get the hell out of there. You know you're going to end up working at a car wash and be broke the rest of your life. Who cares about geometry? I just you know throw your book back at me. I you know I I totally get how it happens. I'm sure this is big in like middle school boys who somehow or some reason or another feel they have to define themselves as tough. Where it's like I can remember doing like the bloody knuckles thing and like oh, yeah. you know yeah, all, yeah, 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 yeah. all those stupid little like oh dude it doesn't hurt me it doesn't hurt me when you're holding back tears and trying not to cry right. in front of your buddies wearing jinkos you get home and you cry <laughs> then your older brother beats you up but I, I don't know kids are dumb yeah I'm not knocking the kids I'm knocking the adults who spend all their time doing mannequin challenges and all this <laughs> stuff like we had time like no, because my point is even though I thought it was dumb we were making differences in people's lives. We were making breakthroughs in diseases where no breakthroughs had been made forever. So what if we did these? What if we did the mannequin challenge for poverty? What if we did it for world hunger? What if we did it for like we we've seen the model? It works. But what we do? We found something that we think is cool and ah screw the good part of it. I just want to be a star. It's I don't know. It's a little disheartening. You know, I mean, dude, leave it to the leave it to human beings to turn me around. Like at first, I was like, ah, ice bucket challenge. Like, yeah, like sure, that's gonna raise a lot of money. And sure enough, it did. And then then I had to eat crow on it. And then sure enough, the human being. What do I always say? What do I always say? The human being will let you down in a in a heartbeat. Ah, screw the good angle. I just want to be famous. Share this. No, oh, it's a little depressing. Eight pack of charge tickets up for grabs. Nine twenty on the Stansberry Show. Hey, Hall of Fame City, it is Fantone from the Stansberry Show with good news for you, AT&T, making your holiday even brighter. That's right, AT&T, they understand your pain when it comes to a wireless provider you signed a contract with, and now you feel like you can't get out from underneath of it. And that's why AT&T is hooking you up with up to 650 bucks when you decide to make the switch to the AT&T Next Network. Yeah, so if you've outgrown your old wireless plan or you're sick of your wireless provider not having the smartphone that you want, dude, come over to the AT&T Next Network. They're hooking you up with up to 650 bucks to make the switch, plus they have the best smartphones available. But the thing is, much like the holidays, this deal is not going to be around forever. You're going to want to stop by your local AT&T store today and find out all the details on how you can get up to 650 bucks to make the switch. AT&T, mobilizing your world. Each line requires eligible port-in, trade-in, purchase, and service. Get minimum of $5 trading credit plus prepaid card in amount of device balance or early termination fees less trade-ins. Fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See store for details. On Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9, online WRQK.com. I'm getting a lot of pushback, Fantone. You know, before the break, we were talking about uh, this backpack challenge that these high school kids are doing. I just kind of pointed back to the ALS challenge. I said, you know, it raised a lot of money, and now people are doing mannequin challenges, all this kind of stuff. And we abandoned, like, the good thing that we could do with this and just went back to, hey, look at me. And, you know, and I'm getting a lot of pushback. People are like, you know, that's no different than what you do for a living. You want to be noticed. You, you want people to recognize you. You're right, I did. I, I I dedicated my whole life to that, not 30 seconds of standing still. <laughs> so, so so you're right. I mean, I did. I, I, I lived in my car for a while. I struggled, did everything I had to do. I dedicated my whole life to it versus I'm going to stand still. 
Uh, a key difference. Number one, we get paid for this, so that's a little bit of a difference there. Uh, not that everybody doesn't deserve their ten minutes. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just. It, it just. It, it just goes to show human nature. Is my point is that we did this thing. It was great, and sure enough, what do we do? We're right back to being human beings, being the s back takers that we are. It's just who we are. And and I mean, what are you pointing out that Stansberry and Fantone are perpetual children who will never grow up? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. All right. If that's your point, yeah. Like, you're supposed to be the adult, though. <laughs> Come on. Right. No. So as the uh, as the holiday season approaches, as we get closer and closer to New Year's Day, what a lot will happen here is, well, Facebook's going to get really annoying with the. New Year, new me posts. Those will be super annoying. But what also you're going to start hearing is all of the, like the most searched for things of 2016, the biggest things of 2016. And so we have here actually is the most Googled things of 2016. The year in review. And honestly, Google probably is a pretty decent indicator of like what we're interested in, what we wanted to learn more about as a nation and kind of, you know, what was important to us. So I think that's a pretty pretty decent list we're getting into. Yeah, and I have global and then US uh, searches here. So we'll start globally, okay? And then we'll come home to the US. The 10th most Google thing globally was Suicide Squad. Makes sense. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, actually, you know what? They, they, I got a little carried away there. As uh, as DC has announced, they're doing like an all female like uh, a movie. Uh, uh, Margot Robbie's going to be in it, and like right. they're, they're 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 doing that like whole thing. Uh, I can be honest with you, having watched Suicide Squad, that movie was softcore porn. Like that's all that movie was. Like if she wasn't super hot in that movie, it would have been honestly, it would have been downright bad. It's like I found myself just sitting there, just kept watching. She was like, I don't care. This movie doesn't make any sense. It's not any good, but I don't care. Look how hot that chick is. Margot Robbie's so beautiful. Number nine, most glo- globally, most searched thing on, 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 uh, on Google there. And Fantone and I had to Google this during the break because neither one of us have ever heard of it. It was called Slither.io, which is like one of those. Remember the old like uh, phone game Snake? It's like an updated version of Snake, and it was wildly boring yeah i don't understand why that would make the list but apparently a lot of people like that game and uh eight were the olympics this is global searches for 2016 on google seven being deadpool that movie had uh you know a bunch of you know press around it and it was a little edgy for like a comic book movie and that kind of thing that movie feels like it was five years ago it really does i I, I can't believe that was only this year yeah david bowie obviously having died and that whole thing he's going to get searched quite a bit five was powerball globally number four being prince because you know uh you know the whole death thing there that makes all sense surprise prince beat David Bowie, or am I surprised about that? Mm, I guess on a worldwide, maybe Prince. No, I would think Bowie worldwide would have more hits, right? That's a tough yeah, call. Yeah, that's a weird, like, I don't know who's, who. Oh, my God. Who's Who's got more hits? Like, who's got more? Okay, well, we'll stop right here. So whose catalog would do you think you enjoy more? Bowie, for sure. Not even close for me. But I mean, I like Prince. I'm not like, dude, Prince sucks. I'm taking Prince over Michael Jackson, but I'm taking Bowie over... over. Wow, I bet that's an unpopular uh, choice for most people. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it, wow. it's, it, it, I'm, I'm a Prince fan for sure, but I mean, Bowie definitely had a better, I feel like, overall catalog. I'm probably more a fan of the style. And I love, I love Prince, but I probably... 
more a fan of the style of stuff Bowie did, especially when he started to get real experimental and got real strange. Right. Bowie was great at being weird. Load him up with more drugs, dude. Yeah, Bowie was great at being weird. So four was Prince. Number three most Googled thing in 2016 globally around the world there, Donald Trump. Should not be shocking. I'm shocked it's not number one. iPhone 7 was number two globally. Okay. Number one. Number one thing searched on a global scale via Google in the year 2016. Venture a guess for me. Um, well, you already took off Trump. You already took off iPhones. You got to remember when you're talking Google searches, there are certain things that catch storm that everybody searches for. And then, you know what I mean? Hillary? No. Okay. Hillary did not make the list globally at all in the top 10. That's crazy. That seemed crazy to me. Pokemon Go ah, was, of course. was the number one Googled thing in 2016. Anybody still Globally. doing that? Anybody? Anybody? I don't think so. Anybody still playing that? I don't think so. I know they're releasing like a Mario Brothers uh, like mobile cell phone game that you play. I, I think it's somewhat similar, but I think, you know, a little different, obviously, but that's getting ready to come out. I do know one of the uh, 20 million uh, buddy of ours and uh, really into nerd culture, uh, Ryan Egan, he, uh, he posted up a meme or something that was like a year ago. Playing Pokemon. Nerd! Six months ago playing Pokemon. Oh, yeah, you play Pokemon too? Playing Pokemon today. Nerd! That's totally true. It's true, yeah. It's totally true. So we have the U.S. searches here on Google in this last year. Number 10, Hillary Clinton. Duh. Wow. Only 10? I yeah, mean, I mean, honestly, I, I'm, I mean, I wasn't shocked she's on the list. But yeah, if you're asking me if I'm surprised she's all the way at the bottom, yes. I would have thought she'd been top five for sure. Number nine was the election here overall. The election overall. Just typing okay. the word election. election. Okay. Number eight was Trump. Really? Number eight was Trump. I'm shocked. Yes. Uh, David Bowie was number seven. Uh, obviously, you know, again, the death. Number six was the Olympics. These are the most searched things in the U.S. in the year 2016. And then Slither.io made, made our list too. Really? How it, dude, I can't believe something was fifth most Googled in this country and neither you or I had heard of it. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Both you and I are pretty good about, like, well, is We're it on the it, internet all day? Right. If it's important, well, even if it's not important, if it's something that a lot of people talk about, well, what is this? I'll investigate. And I've never even heard of it. Pokemon Go was four okay. in the U.S. Hurricane Matthew came in at number three in the U.S. Hurricane Matthew beat Trump and Clinton? That's that's mind boggling to me. That does you, seem weird, dude. If you if you're outside of the path of Hurricane Matthew, what am I googling that for? What am, what am I? What do I? What do I care about it? Yeah, that is weird. I never googled that. Number two was Prince in this country. Most googled things in 2016. Prince beating. That's interesting. Prince beating David Bowie both globally and in the United States. That's interesting. And then number one, most searched thing. In America in 2016. Go ahead and venture another guess for me. Phoenix Marie. <laughs> not my house. Oh, it was the co- it's America. It was the not country. Stansberry's. What is it? I was shocked by this one. Powerball. Now, we had a record-setting Powerball once this last... It's one mm-hmm. time in this last year, right? But still. It just Well, I guess, number one, what are you Googling it for to find out what the number is, maybe? But like, it's not How like, high is it? Do I want to go get tickets? Odds of winning, maybe, probably way into not that. Not good. Um, and I, but I guess that just goes to show you how desperate people are for 
uh, that easy street to millionaireville. You know what oh, I mean? God, yeah. and, and and just oh, dude, oh god, yeah. All I gotta do is buy one ticket, and this could be it. And dude, I'll never have to go back to that stupid job again. I'll divorce my wife. I don't care about that bitch. You know what I mean? Like that's a very real, uh, you know, dream that some people have. And I guess Google proved it. Uh, Twitter, Andy saying maybe more people didn't know who Prince was, so they had to Google him. Is the answer of why mm-hmm. Prince was more Googled than David Bowie? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so Andy I think what I would say to that is Prince pretty popular I mean you know what I mean like he's maybe and pretty I, well known ripped off enough by younger musicians even now where it's like ah, I but I guess I mean maybe I just expect people to have the same kind of knowledge of musicians and and the history of music and that kind of stuff that I have and you know what I mean obviously people don't there's other uses of the word Prince as opposed to there's only oh, one usage of David Bowie. Oh, look at that. Like, I mean, oh, I never thought of that. But you're right. You could be you could be Googling something else. Prince Harry. Oh, look at that. Now, I wonder if they thought about that. But it doesn't say here in this article I'm reading whether or not they uh, put the filter through. But I'm willing to bet they didn't. That's how that happened. Wow. Dude, nice job figuring that one out. That was, that, dude, that was a good job. Yeah, dude, I get down with Prince. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, who doesn't? Purple Rain is one of the. Dude, it's one of my favorite albums. I love that album. What did I Google the most? I wonder. I know the easy answer is porn, but dude, I know where my porn is. I don't have to Google it anymore. I don't know. I, I guess I'd be interested to find that. I might honestly. I bet if you did my work computer, it's going to all be election stuff. Trump, Hillary, that kind of thing. Because that's. I mean, Google's so good now. You just type in Trump, and it gives you like the last like thirty stories that happened with the guy. Like you don't even need to know that you you can know the kind of story you want to read more about. But if you just type his name in there, you're getting all the stories, and then there's the one I want. You know, obviously, uh, this list was compiled across you know America, across the world. But it just goes to show you: you think you're putting something into that search bar, and nobody's ever going to know that you did it. Google knows. Oh God, yeah, they absolutely know. I think about that when Pornhub releases their data all the time. I'm like, Jesus, I'm in there. That that's me. Dude, again, Twitter. Think about this. That globally, because we did their searches too. Yeah. Joe tweeted this in. Dude, great point, Joe. This is a great point. Where's Brexit? Ah. Where's Brexit? Ah. That's crazy, right? For not to be on the global? I can't believe there wasn't a sports representation. Where's the Cubs? Where's, where's LeBron James? Where's, where's Cleveland Parade? Have you ever been? Maybe you don't even know. You maybe haven't. I have actually been um, part of something that was listed as one of the most Googled things not in, like of a year, but in a day. What was it? I uh, when 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 I was fired. Well, I wasn't fired, but when somebody else was fired, and I decided to leave a radio station that day, we were the fourth most Googled thing in the world, and that did. I, that was an that was an incredible source of pride for me. It was like, dude, this is a town the size of Cleveland, not really that big, and like we hit like fourth most Googled thing in the in the world that day. It was like crazy. So it was like a source of pride for me that day. That's it. Haven't really hit money height since then. <laughs> that's not even really all that high. That's not really a mountain. It's more of like, dude, you just that's a uh, that's more of a speed bump in a parking lot than it is a mountain there. We do have an eight pack of tickets for the Canton Charge. Now listen up. Tomorrow night is Cavs night at the Canton Charge. Doors open early, five thirty. Now here's the point of that is because they're bringing the Cavs championship trophy down. Right. You can get your picture taken with it, so you're going to want to be down there early. 
Uh, they tip off at 7. Obviously, the charge taken on uh, the Delaware 87ers at the Civic Center. You can get your picture taken with the trophy. Cavaliers girls will be there. I know uh, the uh, the court host personality, Ahmad Crump, will be on. Uh, he'll, he'll be on site as well. He's going to be on the program tomorrow at 9 o'clock. You're getting a Cavaliers and Charge t-shirt. First 2,500 fans get that. Tickets start 8 bucks. Cantoncharge.com. Pick them up at the Civic Center box office as well, or pick them up from us right now by calling 1-800-243-7625. We'll take caller 15 on those and be right back with more Stan. Show. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9. You know, uh, before the break, we were talking about the most Googled things in 2016. And somebody, uh, a listener of ours, sent me the top Twitter trends. I can't believe Black Lives Matter wasn't one of the most Googled things in 2016. That was shocking because these were the Twitter trends. Now, I would assume a lot of the Olympics... Searches on Google were due to the Ryan Lochte thing, but I was surprised his name didn't bounce up on its own there. But and even in the U.S., Trump and Hillary are both near the bottom of uh, you know middle of the pack than they were towards the top. I thought that was strange. Prince beat them both. Crazy. Better make sure we get that Slither.io game up. Dude, that game sucked. We both played it for like five minutes. We're like, this game's boring. I need to be a little selfish here for just one second, if you uh, will all indulge me. But a listener, and I can't find the message, but he reached out on Twitter. uh, This was a couple of weeks back. And uh, had let me know that the golfsmith up in Fairlawn was going to close for good. But I thought it was early January. So if anybody knows if that's still open, I'm planning on heading out there. If anybody knows if that's still open, let me know. I was like, all right, Sandsbury, we're going to do something here. He's going to talk about something. He's going to get something no, no, off his no, chest no, and no, know. No, no, no. Just let me know how I can save money on golf. That's it. That's it. All right. Now on to other things here. There was a story that kind of broke out on Facebook, and it went viral pretty quickly. And every girl you know posted this story because it made them all cry. Okay. And I know it did because they all posted and said, oh, my God, I'm fighting back my tears right now. So sad. And that was that a Tennessee newspaper had first reported that a story of a Santa who said a terminally ill child had died in his arms, that same newspaper is now reporting that they cannot verify that story to be true. The account from the Santa Claus actor Eric Schmidt-Matson was first reported in the Knoxville News Sentinel, picked up by USA Today then. Many other news organizations went viral online. Story was based on an, uh, on an interview with Schmidt Matson, who said he was called to the hospital bed of a five-year-old boy who wanted to see Santa, and that the boy died in his arms. However, he insisted that he had to protect the privacy of other people who were involved, so he would not give the newspaper their names or identify the hospital. The newspaper says they have been unable, unable to confirm the account, and therefore can no longer stand by the story. What do you mean no longer stand by it? What were you ever doing standing by it in the first place? God, if we, as we've been talking about for the last two weeks, bitching about fake news. Dude, this is a newspaper now. You, you, what, what do you, you can no longer stand. What were you ever doing standing by it? Weren't you suspicious when the guy wouldn't even give you the hospital name so you could call the hospital and be like, yo, is this real? Right? Or am I just too demanding? 
Am I too demanding no, there? No, no. To have standards in journalism, no, that's not too demanding to f- check your check your facts. No, I, I I can't do that. The fact that it especially was, when you know how many papers this is going to sell if well, you print this. Well, that's the thing, though, is that they did know how many papers they this did. was going to sell, and they did know how many web hits that was going to to transfer. And you can't over unsell the papers now. Well, and you can't take those web hits away from them now. So, like. <sighs> It's a feel-good story. I understand why you felt like, dude, you know what? This this story is so good. This story, there's so much great in this story. We don't even have to question this man's integrity. But yes, it's you your do. job as a journalist to make sure what you're doing is fact. And and it's not the Stansberry show where it's like, eh, dude, eh, whatever. I mean, you're a newspaper. Even we try to make sure we have facts. Right. Yeah, I mean, we do. But, we're you know, these are journalists. Yeah, we may get things about. wrong here and there. And we're in a live conversation versus like, hey, I'm going to write this. And here, give it to my editor to fact check and then put it out. You know? We can no longer stand by the story? Like, what, what did you ever write it for? I mean, I know why, obviously. It's for money. But, like, right. now, I always question this when I sit at home and think about this. Did this happen more back in the day because they knew they could get away with it? Or less because the standards of the uh, have been slipping in this country right. forever. Walter Cronkite was so, there to stop that. But weren't news directors really smart back in the day at newspapers and TV stations to go through the American public's dumb? Yeah. They have no idea what, what, what they don't know. We'll just feed them whatever they want. And so I don't know if we're all now sitting around begging for standards that were never there. Or if things are just bad now, we're great then. I don't know. Now, it's not that this story has been disproven. They're not saying that no, this no, no, did no. not happen. They just can't verify that it is true, and they don't feel comfortable standing by it, this Knoxville newspaper anymore. Then I don't know what were you ever standing next to it for. And the thing with feel-good stories and the thing with things that like make you feel better about your opinions and things that validate you is we don't take there's not much standard you won't on question that. it you won't question it because oh i felt good about it i shared right. it on my facebook everybody saw that i care about dead kids so nobody's gonna really care if this guy that's playing this santa lied about this that's awful oh it's awful it's terrible even if you're not doing it for like monetary gain or anything like that, he did it for a reason, and it's a selfish reason, and it's certainly a terrible decision to, to lie a about lot, death. To a lot of people, pats on the back are monetary. Right, right, right. They don't get that anywhere you know I mean? else, right? Yeah. Nobody's coming up to them in Walmart. It's valuable to them. It's valuable to them. Santa, you lying son of a bitch. I mean, you go straight to hell for that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know there's... I mean, a, that's bad Santa. I know there's a beef between Jesus and Santa, but I'm telling you on this one, Jesus is siding with the, with, with the claws, and he's sending you to hell for sure. Jesus v. Santa. Who do I like there? Welcome to the road to WrestleMania! Who do I like in that fight? Santa, bro? Who's been winning for the past... Uh, since you've been alive? It's like the, it's like it's like the Browns versus the Steelers, where you can point at history and be like, "No, Jesus, it's Jesus. He's more important." But dude, in recent history, in recent memory, it, dude, it, Santa's been kicking some ass. Yeah, Jesus is young and youthful, though. He's got those abs. Brown hair versus that that white mane. Who who does who does Jesus have on his side though? Not many. Jesus can't block though, because though if he puts his hands up to like protect the face, Santa just goes right through the holes in the hand, punched square <laughs> in the nose. Yeah, Jesus has got no block game. He doesn't.
It's got no defense. Yeah, that stigmata is a bitch. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> we'll close out the program next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9, online, WRQK.com. The Sansbury Show stocking stuffers will continue tomorrow. It's a $50 gift card up for grabs every single hour on the program. We're doing that every day through the 23rd. Get you ready for the holiday there. Everything starts with us. Radio, we love alliteration. The Stansberry Show stocking stuffer, stupid something else. Just S's everywhere you look. The yin and yang is part of life. What goes up shall come down. And uh, this show shall be no different. We started this show on a very positive, high energy note. We were, uh, we, 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 were, we were fun. We were jovial this morning to start the program. And unfortunately, we have to end this program kind of bumming you out a little bit. And Fantone just sent me this, and so I'm just now reading it. I apologize. Uh, this is from WKYC.com. Coming out of Perry Township, a Perry High School student currently under investigation after two classmates alleged they were sexually assaulted during the day. Uh, these assaults took place last month inside a high school music room. The boy under investigation remains uh, at the Lake County campus. Oh, he remains on the Lake County campus while the uh, allegations made by two female students are investigated by Perry Police and school administrators. Uh, the parents of one girl, a freshman, told uh, Channel 3 News they're not satisfied with how the school's handling the complaint. They contend the school needlessly delayed contacting them and, and police after their daughter alerted school officials. Ooh, if that ends up being true, that's going to be a problem. They also say the school district has allowed the boy to remain enrolled in school. Uh, the boy is alleged to have choked and fondled their daughter after luring her into a music room during school hours. Again, I'm reading from WKYC.com right now. They didn't even call police when this happened, the girl's father said. Uh, I'm the one who went to the police the next day. Wow. If that ends up being true, somebody's going to lose their gig. Uh, the school did nothing to separate her from the, uh, from him the entire time this has been going on. Oh, that would be terrible to have to go back to school every day and see that. Police Chief Troy Hager said the girl's initial statement to school officials did not allege serious sexual advances. The following day, when the girl met with the school's resource officer, she provided a more detailed and explicit account of what happened. That happens all the time. Like, I know somebody heard me just say that and say, well, you know, she's changing her story. No. A lot of times when this stuff happens, people are embarrassed. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. And, you know, you have a day to sit with the most awful thing that's ever going to happen to anybody. And now all of a sudden you're like, you know what? No, hell no. This happened to me and I'm not standing for it. Happens all the time with sexual abuse victims. All the time. That's standard oper- uh, you know, operating procedure there. So more info on this will obviously come out. And uh, you know, we'll probably have to get into this a couple of times tomorrow. But I wanted to make you aware of it as it is happening in your community. And if you have, you know, if you have students that are going to Perry, that's, uh, you're probably not loving hearing that. It just sucks, dude. You know, school is supposed to be a safe place for kids and somewhere that you can go and not have to right. worry about yeah. things like that happening. And uh, I, 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 I feel bad for the families involved. Obviously, more details come out. And yeah. We find out a clearer picture. But just sucks, man. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, and, and I hate to do that. I hate to... Uh, you know, end your day on a, on a bum note like that. But I felt like that was important information. We should get it out there. Aside from that, we are done for the day. However, we will be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. I want you guys to have a fantastic afternoon.